welcome to the Writing on Games Cast episode 137. I, th- I think, yeah, we're go- we're going with 137. Um, uh, today is the 25th of November as we're recording this. Who the fuck knows when you're listening to it? Um, but yeah, uh, I, uh, I'm, I'm Hamish. I'm I'm very tired from from video stuff. So apologies if I'm just apologies if I'm less coherent than normal. Um, which is already pretty bad. Um, and with me, as always, is my 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 very good friend and uh, and the guy. I'm I'm very, I'm I'm very happy to be hosting this this wonderful podcast with a good friend, Nico. How you doing? Hello, I am abstaining from Turkey Day over here in America to talk about <laughs> video games with my good friend Hambo Bleak, <laughs> as Spotify calls us. Um, oh yes, yes, yeah, I yeah, yep. Which is, uh, if we ever get made a production company, I, I feel like that would just be the name, Hamco Bleak. Uh, <laughs> that, no, that would be our Walnut Bandai. Chestnut a la Joe Pera and Connor O'Malley, I guess. Um, or Chestnut <laughs> Walnut, sorry. <laughs> Whatever it's called. But um, oh, yeah, it's, it's Turkey Day over here in the in the land of freedom. No, it's... Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's... Uh, I ain't doing shit for Fucking it. Clap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking clap! Fucking clap, no. Yes. Um... <laughs> As all as all good Scots know, it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, it's a delicious food day. Um, that's as yeah, far as it exactly, extends, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. Any other connotation with the day? Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, well, it's, it's it's the same. It's the same thing with fucking um, you know, people that are like, well, it's, it's not. It's not exactly the same, but it's like kind of you know. <laughs> Like Christmas, Christmas is about consumerism. It's like, yeah, no, it's fucking it's good food. Yeah, for wackos <laughs> like, and weirdos and nut jobs and evil folks. But you know what? For me and and the people I roll with, aka cool people, it's about yep. eating good food and being chill with your buds. So yeah, 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 yeah. Just exactly, do that exactly. Um. So yeah, yeah. You've you've um presumably got the the entire spread sorted out for uh. For uh, just for just yourself. Um, well, you're yeah, going, like I have, I have no car anymore, and um, so like going up <laughs> to my folks was a no go. And um, I would rather be the turkey in the oven if you catch my drift than be <laughs> on a train going up to Thanksgiving at this time of year from L.A. Uh, True. So you know what? I said fuck it. I'm hanging out here in my jammies. Gonna return, re- record, return, record. Yeah, and return to podcasting because it's almost been a month. Um, yeah, it's, 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 yeah. It's, it's, I was gonna say it's been a fucking chunk of time since we've done yeah. this. So uh, my um, life exploded uh, pretty much three <laughs> days after we recorded that, I believe. Uh, no, 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 like that. I mean, I'm alive. Everything's okay. Uh, but yeah, in yeah, that yeah. same time, I have lost my steed. I um, a significant portion of my health was uh, deteriorated, and I'm still feeling the effects of it to this day. Although uh, it's made me maybe thinner, but not in a good way, and. I was robbed. Um, yep, yep. Lots of lots of cool uh, stuff going was, on in Nico Land. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then your insurance fucked you. And, uh, so I'm, I'm I'm like mid being fucked. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how hard I've been fucked yet. This is a bad analogy we're treading down already. I don't like how I'm <laughs> saying this. Um, uh, yeah. I'm mid fuck. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I push my fingers into my ass. As. <laughs> As A.V. Jen would have said during his stint in Slipknot. Um, yeah. Um, hey, pr- like, seriously, I tweeted about this, like, not too long ago, but pro oh tip for all of you old game collectors, uh, photograph everything. Everything. Yeah, yep. 
Yep. Yep. No, like I'm not even kidding. Serial number, barcode, like t- ten different <laughs> positions of you holding said game. I don't. It's like because proof of ownership is a bastard. Like it's so bad. Like it, I mean, I mean, it's not bad. Like it's. I, I get why it's there, right? Any any old jack could just walk in here and just be like, "Oh yeah, just a bunch of games got stolen from me. Uh, they're pretty expensive." Except that actually happened. My copy to me. of the Mona Lisa. Yeah. Um. Um. Like my my priceless. I, I'm legitimate. Like I never thought I'd be like depressed about Game and Wario leaving my life, but <laughs> when I saw how much it would cost to rebuy Game and Wario, I literally like cried. Maybe uh, I, didn't yeah, cr- I mean, maybe well, I like, didn't cry, but it did. Yeah, well, I mean, like you know, we 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 talked about that, like when it happened about like you know, in 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 this in this fucking world that wants to you know drag you down and fucking like not allow you to enjoy fucking anything. Like some sentimentality is 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 important, and so like yeah, the, the idea of like some stuff that that meant a lot to you, like even if you weren't like using it or whatever, is it's like yeah, I still sucks you know it's uh i felt felt very very bad for you digital guys who are like this is lamb digital (laughs) yes uh that's a great take i would never (laughs) like to ever talk to you if that's your reaction Um, (laughs) you're an asshole (laughs) shut up um my life is pure convenient (laughs) well this is (laughs) a shame on you for putting them in a box in a storage unit with a padlock on it and a giant kryptonite chain (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. that's a great uh unnecessary take on the situation yes i know (laughs) <laughs> I I'm feeling the regret. Um so yeah, so go oh, fuck man. yourself and hopefully my insurance Hopefully that person doesn't exist. <laughs> no, nah, they totally exist, but they're yeah, just yeah, they're yeah, just yeah. smart and they don't uh they don't DM me with that info. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, but um oh, stuff man. like that makes you realize like everyone is stupid on twitter.com. Like you know like when something like that happens to you and you just kind of go online and you see everybody like complaining about something or like just like like why is the armor in the new Halo game not easy to unlock and you're just like man yeah yeah, yeah. I wish I could get that as mad as I am about other stuff about this because oh yeah 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 for sure yes <laughs> like, exactly yeah, yeah. I I, th- I think about that constantly like I'm I'm just like what a life of fucking luxury these people must lead. It's like um, that they that they have the time or the energy to give a shit about fucking ninety nine percent of the stuff that people end up getting really it's bad like, over. Why, on why is the armor in Halo hard to unlock? Why is it hard to find a used car right now? Like that's the real. <laughs> so, like, can, we, can we get a patch for that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Damn. Where's where's the patch life? I, I I'm actually told it's all due to the infamous chip shortage. Which okay, guys, come on now. We can't all be affected by the chip shortage. Like, someone's got to <laughs> not be affected by the chip shortage. And I, and I think used car salesmen will take any opportunity to be like, oh, yeah, that's a reason I had to up- increase the price of this car. So I think chip shortage is one of the worst terms you could have given most salesmen <laughs> in the last two years because who are you to argue with a guy who says there's a chip well, shortage? What are you going to prove a I'm negative? Not, yeah. I'm an old timey artisan sextant maker. And my my trade has been ravaged by the chip shortage. <laughs> the, 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 fucking, the, the dumbest. That was like the dumbest thing I could think of. It's like, no, that was good. That was, was actually, like, that was good. That was like a, that, that was like a golden era Simpsons joke. Like that, I like imagine some like goofy chip shortage, like a guy like making a compass or a sextant. And yeah. And then, <laughs> 
oh, the, oh, that was such a good like response to the joke. It was it, like just. <laughs> No, that was good. It was good. No, no, no. That's a solid. That was that. Sorry, that was like a writer's response to a good joke. Where like you like ingest it and you go, "That was funny," but you like don't laugh because you're like, "Oh, that was a good joke." Solidly written. I think if we if we went back and we ironed it out, we could make that like a real hard singer. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's the that's the wonderful thing about podcasting is the is the time you're afforded to really like chisel down a joke to its to its purest elements. No, that's um, that's also I, I've I've been ingesting things like that. Um, uh, my fiance has been watching Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, and in the background, I'll, I'll once in a while hear a joke that I think is really funny, and I will walk by and just go, "That was funny." Like I literally <laughs> do that. Like I, I, it's a weird habit I have now. <laughs> I kind of like to. Like, but I say it kind of like a guy was... who sees like a train that's impressive or something. Like, wow, that's pretty cool. You know, it was like kind of like that. Yeah. Like yeah. A, yeah. Yeah, that was a good joke. Like, I was just like, hey, that's my, hey, it works on multiple. Like, I don't even laugh. It's weird, but I like respect it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but you know what I haven't been laughing at. Uh, that, um, is, is there's that, quite a few things that you could comically segue into <laughs> with, with this setup. So I, um, what uh, <laughs> is uh, you ever, you, you ever you ever heard of a show called Cowboy Bebop? Oh, um, fuck, we're starting with that one. All right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, on a I took like a sabbatical yeah. as soon as I saw the, the, your black and also male scene that was, oh. thank you to all the heroes on, like, this is, this is when Twitter actually like, um, earns its, uh, merit and digs through bad scenes of shows. So I don't have to and posts them yeah, so I can yeah. watch them it's- and go, fuck. Well, so so that so that like that um that that blackmail um bit is actually like you know because because I I saw some people like well the character's name is Jet Black so maybe it was like that definitely wasn't but it was but even you know no. like but before that she she st- says something about like her how she's standing in front of a creamy chocolate milkshake or something like that and it's like what the fuck what what is this what is this fucking show <laughs> Like it's, like, um, one so, of those yeah, things I, I, where it would be kind of super weird and offensive if it wasn't. Yeah, a, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, 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 like actually, no. If it wasn't, know, it, I mean, it just kind of is. <laughs> like that's the thing. Like, it's like she, she's, she's, she's you know, like she, she's, she's the kind of like white person that thinks like she, she is like totally hip, man. Um, I you know, marched in a pink uh, hat. I can say this to black people. <laughs> yeah. uh, exactly. So, it's, yeah. Um, of course, we're talking about the live-action Cowboy Bebop show. No, no. We it would is, never uh, sully the, the beautiful name of one of the best animated pieces of art ever. <laughs> like, that show's golden. That's encased in platinum diamonds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's... Is this a, do, okay, so I haven't watched it. You were... Given me um, a play-by-play of at least the first half. Be- afterwards, you kind of fell yeah. off informing me because I assumed you caved into madness or died or something. Uh, well, so so, so the like, whole so, so so I I I have I like my girlfriend and I like watched the the first episode. Like I, I so I woke up on the day it, it was it was released, and I was kind of like kind of bleary eyed and and I, <laughs> and I smell turned on air. my phone. I turned on my phone and I was like, oh shit, that fucking Cowboy Bebop thing's out. And I watched it kind of bleary eyed on my phone. I watched the opening <laughs> sequence and I was like, this seems like not awful. And then I, then I watched the rest on like a massive, on like a massive TV with my girlfriend. And we were both like turning to each other. Just the episode kind of went on and on. We were just 
slumping more into our seats and just being like, what the fuck happened to this show? It's, um, it, like, uh, yeah, it's, it's really, like, there was a part of me, like, I was never, I, my, my expectations for this were fucking ground level, like, could not be, you know, <laughs> what the fuck is this thing? Sorry, I just sent Hamish a picture of what I assumed he was dressed like while watching Cowboy Bebop <laughs> on his phone. Blurry, I thought like it, like like in a like you know like the top to head to toe in matching pajamas with a little Santa cap that cap holding a candle and a pillow, wandering around you, you going, "Oh, that the, new Cowboy Bebop's out." This this will be the that'll be the fucking the, the thumbnail for the podcast. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so. Uh, I like it is uh what was I saying? It is it is it is so so bad. It's it like and and and, and so we watched that first episode and my girlfriend and I kind of looked at each other and we were like, "Are we gonna do this whole thing?" And and uh, <laughs> we we're both we we're both curious about it. So we've been kind of watching it. Like we, we so we watched like five episodes, not not in the same day. Like we watched like an episode a day or something like that, um, with lunch or something. And it was, um, you know, for a while it was, you know, I I I was I was kind of like tapping out like pretty, or I was I was threatening to kind of tap out fairly early on into the, into the process, and I'd ask like what my girlfriend wanted to watch, and she would go like. Cowboy Bebop, <laughs> like just you know, just like oh no. Uh, so we we we've we have gotten to the halfway point of of the of the live action. It's ten episodes. We're on episode six, um, and uh, and we we just haven't watched it for like several days because it like I'm I'm curious about it. I'm curious to see it to the end, but Jesus, it is like. It was really I, I, painful is, to watch I, any of those clips, yeah. and it's like uh, the fucking bang on whoever did the Seinfeld edit, like of that diner scene. <laughs> yeah. It literally felt like kind of like like late era Seinfeld after Larry David left, when everyone was a little bit more cartoony in the way they're written. And yeah. like, it's just like, Jet, those bidets aren't for your feet; they're for cleaning your asshole. I'm getting two for the ship, bread? one for each foot, and it's just like. <laughs> Oh yeah, and there's oh that's that's another thing as well. There's so many bits of like kind of where they'll make a quip and they'll make a joke out of like oh they're kind of laughing with each other when they shouldn't be laughing and is that really like forced fake laughter where they're like (laughs) (laughs) they're making the light out of an extremely terrifying situation a la Guardians of the Galaxy. Anyone self five. Uh, that's <laughs> all the nerds in the crowd watching it getting stoked. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh. <laughs> and like the thing is, you know, I, I am, I, I don't like, I don't think the entirety of the show's problems amount to like the anime did this better. Like this should have been more like the anime. Like as the anime the, was you a know, vision, you know, like like clearly there was yeah, like yeah. everything was work bouncing off each other. Like, the music, the flow of scenes like the, just the philosophy i don't know this just seems like it's all lost here to hey watch these guys cosplaying making jokes it's just, <laughs> yeah yeah it, well it's, it's basically like like what if you dressed up like the the worst fucking like theater kid version of guardians of the galaxy in cowboy bebop costumes like it's um it's like the, the thing is you know i, I so I, I don't say like I, 
I, w- I was constantly like turning to my girlfriend during the show and like she's seen it too like so you know um so like we were both kind of like doing this thing where we were turning to each other and basically saying like you know but this was what like in the anime this this happened like this and here it's happening like this and it, but it wasn't it wasn't a thing of like this needs to be more like the what, I, what actually happened in the show it's purely just that like you go back and watch the anime and like that is such a tightly constructed 20 minute show which still had managed to have like so much space in it like so much just like room to breathe and but then also had like this kind of like really cool action and stuff and like stories were kind of like eked out over like many many episodes so you didn't really have a full idea of what a character was about like maybe ever in some cases but like most of the time it would took like ages to actually like really get to what the character was about and that was good that that like really kind of you know like grew a kind of attachment here like they they explain everyone's fucking backstory like minute fucking one you know it's, it's like <laughs> yeah. it, like it, it's, it's it, it, like they're so fucking scared of having any room to breathe any mystery to the show it's it like you know smells like they know they only got one series in the can you, yes ex- well, <laughs> I, I know but, well, it's, uh, I, I, from what i've seen like they, I, I don't know but anyway like the, like the comparison that, like that i make is so there's the episode in the show in the anime where where abdul hakim is the target and it's like i, I say I, I use this as an example because it's like a fairly early episode and like most people will kind of have if if they've watched the anime they'll have some idea of it like but you know the the abdul hakim episode in the original anime was all about like him like this this it was this guy who who was using plastic surgery to kind of like avoid detection and stuff and he he had stolen a fucking um a, a, he'd robbed a data research facility and had this suitcase with him the entire time and the whole thing is like you know what's in the case what's in the case and like someone that doesn't know what's in the case takes the case because he's like oh it must be something valuable and he takes it to the dog shop and or he takes it takes it to the pet shop and it's like because he because he opens it and finds it's a fucking dog and then spike because spike has heard that abdul hakim uses plastic surgery he's just seen a guy with a case and has like pulled a gun on him and then like the dog ayn escapes and it turns into a big chase between hakim who's trying to get the dog back like this guy like ayn and spike and the 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 dog's owners are fucking chasing everyone and it's just this like you know plenty of fucking hijinks throughout this city you don't really know much about hakeem or anything like that but it's just it's a fun fucking episode and it's and it's all like chasing this dog and the dog's going nuts and all this stuff in the live action one like it's it's fucking ages of spike and jet going around different brothels looking for for hakeem who it turns (laughs) out is a bdsm crazed maniac who kidnaps dogs from rich people because whenever because when everyone had to escape earth rich people's dogs got into space before this guy's parents did so he's on a quest to try and kill all dogs but he can't bring himself to kill any of the dogs he's kidnapped because they're cute and he and he just like for context he he like when spike and jet eventually find him after like half an hour of fuck all like he just explains this like in, in such an elongated way to spike and jet and and they're just standing there um he then gets shot by the cops and jet has an idea then 
where he's like, so, so like the whole thing, like in the original, like, uh, you know, I mean, like the, the, the whole irony of the first episode is are, they're, like, they're trying to get Ayn the state, like, sorry, they're trying to get Hakim so that they can give him in for the bounty. They don't give a shit about the dog, but like the dog ends up like, ends up fucking jumping out of the car and Spike has to try and save the dog. And, he, and they just end up with this fucking dog. But here, in, in the live action, Jet has been mentioning the entire fucking time for several episodes that he has a daughter, like, which is, you know, fucking a, a whole other thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> so he has, so he has, so he's been t- talking about his daughter, Kimmy's birthday for two whole episodes at this point and how he's too broke to get her this, like, weird doll that everyone wants, like, fucking Jingle All The Way or whatever. Um, so, so after Hakim is shot, he, de- he Jet just decides on a whim to take one of the dogs that w- that had been kidnapped by Hakim, and he goes to his daughter. He goes to his daughter's house, which is like the most fucking normy, like like modern architecture house ever. Like it's it's just in a normal neighborhood, and in comes Jet with like looking like a fucking space mechanic. Um. <laughs> And and he tries to give his daughter Ayn as a gift. Ayn is just like one of the dogs that was kidnapped. And then his ex-wife comes in and tells him that they can't keep the dog because they can't, because they wouldn't be able to afford the dog taxes. And that's how Ayn ends up on the bebop because Jet has to take him back. What? So as opposed to so as opposed to just being like this, like it's a big the the the, the anime episode doesn't really like Hakim is not bothered about the fucking dog. He's just like doing a job and trying to like get money and stuff. Like, and it just turns into this big chase scene where everyone's trying to get the fucking the the you know the dog and the bounty and everything like that. And and it just so happens that Spike in in he he has like in a moment he has to pick between getting the bounty or catching this dog that's just jumped off a bridge. And he chooses to catch the dog, and he that like they then end up get getting stuck with Ayn. In the live action anime, it's fucking Jet wants to get a gift for his daughter, so he takes a kidnapped dog, just random randomly picks Ayn, and then goes down to this fucking normie house where his ex wife tells him that they can't keep a dog because there's dog taxes, and so that's how they end up with Ayn. And it's like it's 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 such a fucking stupid fucking show. It's like. Man, I, and and also there's like this whole fucking like vicious. The 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 main villain is like he looks so dumb. He's like he's he's like a cosplay of Henry Cavill in the Witcher series. Um, and uh, it, but it's like he's also just this kind of like bumbling idiot. Where in, as in the original, he was like this kind of really malicious fucking like kind of evil like pure evil guy because you didn't know his motives for fucking ages whereas here it's just like he's just kind of like him him and julia who they're like really focused they're really focusing on is like kind of like big characters are trying to set these people up as like the antagonists and uh, like it's it's uh, i i don't even know where to start with this fucking show it's like it looks so fucking soap opera as well like they shift certain events around, like, so there's, like, so in the first episode, again, in the anime, it's like, Spike ends up bumping into um, Asimov, the guy he's going after, in the bathroom. Asimov has just taken a bunch of red eye, which is the drug he's been smuggling, 
So he's like thrown up in the sink and and Spike's like, hey, you should just leave the water running. And then he bumps into the woman that Asimov is with, the one who's helping him shift this fucking drug or whatever. And she's carrying a bunch of food and Spike bumps into her and like, it's like, oh, let me help you with that. And then she's like, oh, thank you very much. And then notices that like he's kind of, notices that she's missing a hot dog that she bought and Spike like kind of pulls it out of his mouth and is like, ah, there you go. And, he, and she's like, I'll oh, keep it. You know, Spike's very hungry at this point. But it's like, in, 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 like, and it's just, and, and then they get talking about fucking, like, all this kind of navel gaze and stuff about, like, Mars and everything. And it's like, it's, it's kind of, it's, it's like a sweet thing that kind of sets up, like, well, something terrible is going to happen to these people eventually. But it's like, they're, they're not, like, inhuman or what, or like, she is not, like, inhuman. And, um, in the, sh- in the, in the live action, it's just, like, She's just kind of at this car and she she's like trying to kind of like light her cigarette but her lighter's not working. Spike just kind of walks up to her and goes, here, allow me. Takes the cigarette, gets the lighter working and then just starts smoking the cigarette in front of her and just like, it's kind of just like, well, this is mine now. And it's, it's, it's not like a kind of like, like Spike, Spike is kind of, you know, he's he's like... He's a weird one. It's like there's there's a kind of like fun loving like energy to him and stuff like that. Whereas here it's just so fucking like edgy and if you like ever once said to me like, oh, you know who's gonna play Spike is Harold from Harold and Kumar. <laughs> I'm just like No. Anyone yeah, would yeah, be suaver than that guy. Like what the fuck? Uh like it's 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 really like it's it's <laughs> so the the one casting choice that they get right is actually Jet. Like, Jet kind of... Jet seems Jet fine. Is, he just seems like he's yeah. unfortunately ra- in the wrong type of show. You know what I mean? It's like... It's like yes, yeah, yeah. It's better if the tone was corrected and shit. And Yeah, like... Yeah. Like, I, so so there's so there's an episode that kind of mirrors, like, one of the episodes of, of the anime, where it's kind of like this... Like, Jet goes back to his, like, kind of cop mode, and he's, like, going detective and everything like that. And they go for this, you know, they go for the same kind of, like noir detective vibe and it's clear the show is working with like an insanely low budget like they they you know it looks like fucking shit but like in that noir episode it's like they're going for something and there are spaces where like no one's talking and stuff like that and it's and it's purely just because it's jet on his fucking own but then they cut to this fucking thing where like jet's gone off on his own and he's told spike and Faye that they need to like work together on this to, like, get a bounty or something while he goes and, like, does his own thing. And it cuts, cuts back to the most fucking inane conversations where it's, like, they're trying to decide which bounty to go after and they're doing fucking, you know, like, well, okay, I, I want to go after this bounty and you want to go after that bounty. Let's do, let's play uh, rock, paper, scissors or whatever. And, and uh, Faye's like, no, let's play hunter, bear, ninja. And then Spike, and then Spike goes, "What's Hunter Bear Ninja?" And she goes, "You never heard of Hunter Bear Ninja?" And okay, well, how how about fucking bomb nuke grenade or whatever? Like, and and then Spike goes, "What's bomb nuke grenade?" And she's like, "You've never heard of bomb nuke grenade?" And there's this like fucking running joke where she's like, where Faye has used up all the hot water because she has something called a a fucking shower bath shower 
which where Spike and Jet go, what's a shower bath shower? And she's like, well, you're dirty when you, you don't want to be stewing in your own filth. So you take a shower before you get into the bath. And then you, then when you get out, you take another shower to wash off the bath filth and stuff. You're just like, th- these conversations go on for like, it's, it's exactly the same tone as the fucking bidet, fucking cheesy bread conversation. From Ghostbusters the fucking 2016 cap. school. Yes, yeah, of, yeah. Hey, here's like, a page. Uh, now just yep. pr- like like you you actors sort out the rest of the scene and conclude it. it. it <laughs> it's like you know, I, I, like yeah, exactly, yeah. And there's and there's not there's not a fucking second that goes by in like most of these fucking episodes where there's not like quipping between the characters or whatever. And considering, like I say, like part of the strength of the anime was that room to breathe and you know like all this stuff and then it kind of like allowed those kind of more impactful action scenes which here are like the worst fucking theater kid productions as i say like, i just remember it, always turning on the adult swim at nighttime and it would always just be like this really chill kind of like like romantic almost kind of like chill ass scene going on in cowboy Beauty. like yeah. it would always be like someone looking over a balcony like there'd be like a you know it's just be like and I, I never got like quippy yucksters from that show ever. I just, I just yes, I, yeah, I know yeah. there's there's obviously like a sense of humor in it, and there is like fun in it, but it's like it also took itself quite seriously when it. It just I don't know. It's, yeah. Well, what's so, with so, all these so, anime adaptations doing having this level to them where it's like hey, get it anime right? It's like it's like yeah, we get it. You're adapting an anime. Why don't you just take it a little seriously and see how that goes? Because it's like yeah, yeah, winking at the camera and going like get a load of this or having this kind of like I don't know. Maybe I'm. Maybe this is partially me just seeing something that's not there, but I always get this feeling like, um, same with Death Note, the other incredible Netflix adaptation of an anime <laughs> that everyone likes, uh, is like, there's almost this kind of like looking at the camera like, yeah, but I mean, it's just an anime, right? Like, there's almost like, like they're not taking it. Yeah, yeah. Like, they don't have like respect for it because of what it used, what the source material, I don't know. I, I get that vibe with these things where it's like, why can't you just try? <laughs> why does it have to I be mean- a Judd Apatow slice comedy thing? Like. Like I, I, I was watching an interview with, with John, with John Cho, about and he, he got asked about like what's your favorite scene from the anime, and he goes, oh, it's the bit where Faye walks in and the club owner that um, she's been talking to the entire time, um, like is in the shower and they have tits, and she's thought she, she's been thinking she's been talking to a man the whole time, and I'm like. That's your favorite scene from <laughs> Cowboy Bebop? Like, what? Uh, <laughs> yes, I, I love my favorite scene from uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is um, <laughs> the orangutan in the shower. Uh, yes, that's my favorite scene. It's actually fucking. Like, why, why is that? Of all the because fucking scenes. Is that the only episode from- you saw? Or. <laughs> like, I mean, like, you do you, so but weird. also. Really? Like. like- <laughs> <laughs> it's like like who of all the scenes like, I'm like I can you know I, I can barely remember like what that scene was from like the anime when I watched it and I'm like like of all the scenes of all the like cookie characters and action set pieces and stuff it's like Jesus Christ but yeah it, it, it definitely gets a, you definitely get a vibe of like okay people aren't like going to like this if we do it in, in the same style as the show because that's that that's dumb. This is this is funny. Like they turn they turned Faye into like it, like for one it's kind of like I, I can't actually remember like I've been I I've been meaning to go back and watch the, the anime in full. I've been doing it in kind of drips and drabs. 
but it's like I can't remember there being much like swearing on the in, in the original anime, like or at the very no. least that's like they're like that, damn, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, here it is like they've turned Faye into basically AVGN, if they, like where she's just like, oh, this is you know, like she, she at one point she gets like kicked in the kicked in the fucking badge or whatever, and I'm fully expecting her to go like, oh, I just got punted in the cunt. Or something like that, like because 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 every fucking thing is like, oh, it's fucking nut bags, it's shit balls, it's like you know, like she's she's there's there's a bit where she's in in her in her jet with um with Ayn and she's and she just goes like, oh, your breath smells like a buttload, and it's like a but a buttload of what? Like what does that mean? Like it's, it's like um oh, it, it's, it's like, like and and it's it's constant, it's fucking constant. That's another fucking episode where it's like, again, it you know, I compare it to the anime just pure, not because like the show should have been more like the anime, just that the anime did storytelling well, and like this one, it's like so there's there's a whole fucking so there's an episode with like eco terrorists in in the original in, in in the anime, and it's one that they kind of try and replicate here, where these people are in 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 the anime, like they're. They're they're trying to they they have this serum that will turn people into fucking monkeys, um, and so they 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 fire it into hyperspace, um, which you know it, if you haven't watched the show before, like they have these kind of hyperspace loops or whatever, um, that you kind of enter to travel you know huge distances through space, um, but they fire it into hyperspace, uh, so that it can like reach another portion of the galaxy or fucking whatever, and it's gonna you know, cause it's going to cause untold ecological catastrophe. So you have this hugely tense, like fucking thing where Spike is like flying as fast as he fucking can through hyperspace, trying to get the trying to get this bomb. It fucking splits off into a million fucking things. Like Faye kind of pitches in, like, "Hey, I can help out," you know, but um, like you know, I want eighty percent of the bounty. And Spike, like in this fucking you know fury, is like. Okay, it's a fucking sixty forty, and then she's like, "Okay, well the sixty's mine." Um, and then she flies in. They realize they can't. They realize they can't stop this bomb. So, like the the government kind of is like, "Right, we're we're locking up the hyperspace loop." So it turns into this hugely tense like thing where both Faye and Spike are like trying to get out of the fucking the the hyperspace loop before it shuts, and they're stuck in there, and they just manage to get out. And then then the 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 terrorists realize that they are stuck in hyperspace now and there's no way out so like they are doomed to fucking die and then earlier on spike had like you know flipped a thing of serum that he picked up into into the boss's pocket and she knocks it and it breaks and the assumed thing is that they all turn into monkeys or whatever it's like it's so it's, it's like a very tightly paced like action set piece that results in like you know it, and it, it kind of highlights that these characters are not necessarily superheroes, but you know they 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 like it, like they get into hijinks that they can't necessarily get themselves out of very easily, and like there's things out with their control. Whereas here, it's like Faye, like as opposed to it being in hyperspace or anything like that, like and 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 having that realization that they can't necessarily stop it, Faye just kind of like dunts the bomb, like she goes off on her own. And she and she sees the bomb and she just kind of like dunts it a bit with her ship, which is enough to like stop it. Um, and you know, like that's apparently fine. 
And then you just have, like, you cut to the ship where the terrorists are on, but, like, they're not stuck in hyperspace anymore. They're just in regular space. So, like, they're, you know, technically everything's fine, but, like, they're on, they're on the ship and they're like, oh, God, we're going to jail, we're going to jail. And it's like, well, the police haven't been informed. Like, you know, you're, you're fine. Like, it's, it, just fly away. <laughs> like, just, you can escape. Uh, but, but then it's like, the, the, so the, the eco-terrorists are like a family operation and the whole time the mum has been like saying to this daughter like you're worthless you're worthless and all that stuff like in the original anime like she just got one of her sons to turn into a monkey it was like kind of a dark moment but like here it's like this kind of thing where the mum's like you'll, you, you know you're so useless and all that stuff and then the, in this moment where they are fine they could just fly away they've just uh, they, you know escape the law like they always have done the, the the daughter just kind of goes out of nowhere I've had enough and she sets off a grenade that's going to turn them into fucking trees or whatever in this one so she has a bit of a girl boss moment where she's like no mum I'm not I'm 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 better than, than you or whatever and she fucking sets off this grenade in the ship and it's like as opposed to this like hugely tense like insanely well paced action sequence where tells you a lot about the characters and it's also like really quite dark as well here it's just fucking okay Faye dunted the bomb and then these terrorists are too stupid to realize that they could just fly away like that's it so um so yeah i don't know it's i i, I i'm sorry if I've, I've been going on for fucking ages i just feel the need to like explain like this fucking show to people and and tell you like don't watch it don't talk about don't shitload of shit <laughs> that's, that's, was that Faye Valentine? Was that <laughs> um, <laughs> no? That's everyone's favorite Spike Spiegel. Uh, yeah, can't exactly, you tell yeah. by his trademark voice? And <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, uh, Stephen Blum get a cameo as a background voice. I mean, come on, iconic. I, I voice. have, I have no idea. You, you, you would have, you, you would think so, but no, uh, not that I've heard anyway. And it's, it's, why don't we just get him to play Spike? He, he looks. He could you put him in a wig? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but that's that's the thing as well. Like everyone's been freaking out about you know John Cho's too old to play Spike. It's like, I don't think the age is the the, that's, the thing. That's, like, yeah, you could get Keanu to play Spike and it would rip. Like so, I don't know. Like yeah, exa- yeah, exactly. Like it's 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 really just that this is a guy that like doesn't understand the character and he's been given a bad script. It's like, like his favourite moment in the show is the one where the, the fucking Faye walks in on someone in the shower and and someone that she's thought of as like, oh, what a what a manly man or whatever, turns out to have tits. It's like, that's John Cho's favourite moment from the show. Like, clearly, like, not the, be- the best understanding of what he's working with. Um, uh, so, like, yeah, it's just... Uh, it's it's so fucking like like I say, a jazz actor um like kind of gets it like and and you know he has the voice for it he you know like like really really good performance there just again with a terrible fucking script um it's like you know I, I saw someone that was like you know Guardians of the Galaxy is the worst thing to happen to media <laughs> like when they, like it's uh you know um. Aye, it's it's just it's fucking it's a bummer, man. It's it's like it really like let let James Gunn be James Gunn. Other guys <laughs> like, like yes, stop yeah, trying to like yeah. be James Gunn. It only works for like a few <laughs> people doing that. And even then, the second Guardians movie was kind of like teetering a little too far on that shit. So like, yeah. 
that stuff has its limits, but it works when it works. But also, don't apply the kooky. Don't add kook factor to our suave heroes, man. What are you doing? I don't know. Just, uh, yeah, it, yeah. So, so stop, like, stop thing... Nathan Draking everybody. Am I right? I know. Yeah. <laughs> but like the thing, the thing is, so like, it, it turned into a thing of like we we my girlfriend and I could have watched, you know, another fucking episode. Really bummed ourselves out, but then I was like, right, okay. I I don't I don't feel like bumming myself out. I want to watch Joe Pera. Um, oh, Joe Pera yeah, talks with you, and 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 it's like. Best yeah, active show I, I, in the world right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, like I, I, I rewatched, or no, so, so, so I, I, I watched the entire thing. I'd seen like kind of bits and bobs and stuff, but I, I watched like the entire thing in basically one go in just like one long editing night. Not, <laughs> like, not just hard as, though, because I, 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 I often it's like forget until I rewatch it. It's one of those adult swim shows where it's like I believe it's eleven minutes to to factor in yeah, commercial yeah, time, yes. so it's a fifteen minute chunk or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. Which is really perfect for that show. Um, it's I, so good. I'm dying to see season three. Season one is like some of the most cozy feeling yet somehow gut bustingly funny TV ever. And then season mm-hmm. two is like the same, except it also comes out of nowhere. Not even out of nowhere. But it just like punches you real hard in the stomach with some brass knuckles emotionally. And then, yeah. And well, then like, oh. season three, I don't even know, but I'm. Season two has got me like revved up to watch it, which is funny saying I'm I mean, revved up to watch a Joe Perry show. But <laughs> yeah, I mean it's like I, I so I I've I've watched the uh, like episode one of season three is available on the Adult Swim site. Um, and yeah, it's it's, right. it's 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 really good. It's it, you know it's it's great. But like you know the, the, like yeah the first the first season. So it's it's interesting because like because because my girl because my girlfriend and I like. Uh, she she's watched like four episodes now, um, and it it took some convincing to to get to get her to like to to actually watch it because oh, yeah, it's it's a hard sell of a show for pretty much like almost everybody I've talked to that show about, other than like you and my friend Dylan, kind of from the get go seemed to be like oh like this is like amazing, but yeah. some other people I've sent it to kind of go like. Like you have to kind of like uh, give him a viewing order or something to like get get kind of on track with his uh, I guess style like because it's yeah cause otherwise yeah. it's like oh you have to see this funny thing and it's like the equivalent of saying that than sending someone a, a Mister Rogers video and being like this is really <laughs> yeah, funny. yeah 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 but it's like no no you have to it's like it's it's like subtly the most funny fucking thing in the world I always show everybody the the breakfast crew video where he's walking around <laughs> yeah, talking to- yeah. That's a great intro to like, the, like, that the, has, the vibe that has, of that, that has, show. Yeah, that has that has my favorite line in the entire show, which is when he asks, like, you know, like what what's a breakfast crew, and Gene Gene specifically terms <laughs> it a group of living individuals. Yeah, I, I don't know what like living individuals like the, 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 like he just brushes past a, a bunch of living individuals who gather to eat breakfast. Gene or will give you the textbook of anything. He'll give you textbook <laughs> yes, terminology of anything. <laughs> It's it's either that or when um he's giving Lulu piano lessons and, and Joe just goes, <laughs> I just need to apologize for Gina, I put a bullet in the microwave. I, I love the <laughs> the low key arc of at first you go, Why is that woman kind of like really cold Joe? But over the over the course of that series you hear hints about why she kinda just hates him low key. 
like when uh, him and Gene decided to um, replicate what it would be like to be an Arctic fisherman <laughs> in his house. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, he kind of... Like, just make it like... Hi, Joe, and... please, don't come over here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, God. And it, like, it's, it's like... Yeah, <laughs> when they're fucking like... When, the pumpkin episode where they're on the lawn just casually dressed up as characters from The Matrix Reloaded. What are we again? We're The Matrix. <laughs> dressed up as the, as the fucking twins. The twins. <laughs> I, mean, it's I, I love Gene Nara. as Neo. Gene as Neo. Awesome. <laughs> so good. Because you can, you, like, that's the thing, you can tell it was, uh, like, Gene and, Na- Gene and Joe's idea. <laughs> It's like, Especially the, that's, that's actually a funny thing I never thought of is the, uh, I guess there's no better term for it than environmental storytelling of that show is like yes, really good. Yeah. Like, like all the stuff that's just implied with a little set dressing in the background, you're just like, yep, fuck, yep. this show is like, it's hard to like explain why this show is so good. Like, like cause we're, we're like hyping it up. If you've never even like seen a clip or don't know who Joe Perry is, you're going to like turn it on and be like, what the fuck is this? Like, yeah, but it, uh, what sold me on Joe Perro was funny enough. I kept getting recommended for like it felt like two years. Buffalo Bills joke on YouTube, which <laughs> yeah. is a clip of Joe Perro's stand-up that he does talking about how the Buffalo Bills are the best football team because they bring families together. Which is a you don't get football. But the Buffalo Bills never really get too far in their season. So halfway through, uh, if you're Buffalo Bills, uh, explaining the joke, never cool. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. But, but, but I feel like I feel like for not we, we have quite a few non-American listeners here. There, so it's like, why is that funny? It's funny. It's just take. But but that's how like I got onto it. It's like, man, what a! I've never been more happy to have just kind of like stumbled into some amazing comedy like that. I don't know. Check out his YouTube channel too. He's got so many good skits on there that he films with his um. Got that buddy Nathan, who's on the show as that teacher who's always oversharing his sexual exploits with his coworkers, yeah, yeah. which is like, that. <laughs> and they fucking bring in in season two the guy from the Atlantic City Connor O'Malley skit, the guy who's like obsessed with a, uh, what is it? He's like he, he does like rental cars or something, but he's in there and they oh, get yeah, that yeah, fucking uh, yeah, fight yeah, yeah, on the, the camping the fucking, trip uh, and the, it gets the, really like, real. Yes, oh, yep. that, that dude is yep. so good at playing a, a, a. That guy is like the best character actor of playing like depressing douchebag guy who never left your hometown like he's like <laughs> he nails it it's like t- it's kind of scary he's com- he's coming how out, good he he's is coming right. out and like saying like oh we're like the hangover man yeah like, <laughs> like he is perfectly one of those dudes like that whole troop that is on that show like everybody involved in that show is like knocking it out of the park joe firestone is like incredibly good yes. like that crazy doomsday prepper girlfriend of his <laughs> which and, like, is like which, which is <laughs> which is another there's another bit of an like environmental storyteller or whatever where like she has without spoiling anything like she has the kind of big confrontation with joe after the fucking concert about the rats um <laughs> so and, 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 and she and she has the biggest fucking like hummer imaginable and she's <laughs> like like it's, you know because like part of the joke is that she's like trying to kind of get you know like get in so she can drive away or whatever and it's like it's a big car. I didn't realize how big that fucking car was. It is yes. like the biggest car imaginable. The, the H2 like, is one of the largest fucking civilian cars ever sold to people <laughs> not fighting in a fucking war. Yeah, like it's just like <laughs> I just love how like fucking Sarah has one of these massive fucking cars. It's just never also the fact that she on. has one in like the twenty twenties is like extra hilarious. Just because. Like, <laughs> 
It really says something if you own one of those cars now. Like, <laughs> but like, but, but, but this is the thing. Like, so, so that kind of stuff where it's like you know really absurdly funny. Like, th- that was actually so. So the reason it was like hard to get my girlfriend to watch it was because she, like, we were talking about it, and she was like, you know, I kind of saw the Adult Swim thing, and like, I'm really not into the Adult Swim shtick. And I was like, I know exactly what you mean, but this is like like the anti-adult swim show like there's a a comment out there that i read and someone's like congratulations adult swim you got so fucking weird that you made something normal and it's the weirdest thing you've ever done like (laughs) yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's like yeah i actually kind of nailed like it's so the fact it's on that network specifically adds this extra little level of subversion that i don't think would be there if it wasn't an adult swim where you're expecting like "Ah!" like tim and eric editing dj doug pound editing and you know just like (laughs) Crazy lulls, random, perfect hair, forever humor. C, sorry, C Lab well, is the more well known. Well, it's, well, so so the thing is, it's like I kind of describe it as like kind of the anti Eric Andre, where it's like Eric Andre is just fucking like I love Eric Andre and, and all that, but it's like you know it is pure fucking like nihilism. It's just nothing fucking matters. So let's just fucking fling shit at the guests. Like this is a fucking sham. Like nothing matters. Like it's the most cynical fucking show on television in a weird way. But then like you get. But you counter that with Joe Perra t- talks with you, which is the most earnest show I think I've ever watched. <laughs> it's like, I'm always struck by the color as a Swiss chard, but never know what to do with it and end up chucking it over the fence. It's probably possibly one of the most relatable things I've ever heard in a show. Like, oh, it's, 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 it's so, just it's so good. Like, and that's that's the thing. It's just it, like it is. It, you know, I like I have I have a kind of you know. People that like need everything to be fucking like wholesome all the time and all that stuff, like you know, you, there there needs to be room in 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 art or whatever to kind of you know explore the the uncomfortable truths about humanity and stuff like that, and that can be really fucking dark. But like, this is a show that like and and and, and encountering that, a lot of people like really play up the whole like you know it, it's like. We we're we're so nice and we're so like and and there's there's something about that that rubs me the wrong way where it's like you know like Joe Perra doesn't have to say that you know what I mean it's like Joe like, Perra just no, is, is, um he has no like assumed friendly like he hasn't like like he is playing a character obviously but but yes but, yeah, yeah, there, yeah. There, there is no uh there's nothing patronizing about it he's not implying he's better than you because of the way he there's a humbleness to it and a also as it gets kind of later on, the a bit, uh, an actual bit, that show is realistic while also kind of patting you on the shoulder being like, hey, but it doesn't have to all be bad, man. Like, the, the, it's kind of, yeah, it's a very, it's a very sobering show while also being like, yes, kind of a really yeah. comfy hug. I don't know how to explain it because I like, well, this, oh, I'm, I'm very yeah. adamant. I think I've loudly proclaimed like, I hate sappy feel good things on here and I, I always like, have like this radar for it where I'm like, ah, oh, that's, ah, I guess I still like it. It feels like disingenuous, but this is like, yes, yeah, it, yeah. it, it dings none of those radars for me. It's like, this is all like yes, good, yeah. wholesome stuff. Like, yeah. Well, cause, cause it's, cause it's, cause it's a guy that is just like super interested in like the, the mundanity, the mundanities of life. And that is like contagious in a way that's, cause that's so you know, nice it, right now for me at like the yes, state, yeah. the point of my life I'm personally at right now is like, that shit is, what I want and crave. Like, yeah. I, it's funny. It's like, there's like kind of, 
sad thought that crosses my mind where I'm gonna be like, I don't think I'll ever be as like nice as this guy. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah I think yeah, to myself, yeah, like, yeah. I'll never be as like cool as a human being as this guy. Just like I wish I could have that mood around me 24 7 but uh, as the show points out like you can't expect to be that guy 24 which is i yes, like yeah yeah this is why i like that we're, we're I, I feel like i'm dangerously dabbling at spoilers with the show but it's like you gotta i know yeah yeah i just like the ride of that show is so good it, it, you you're, you're you are gonna cry watching that show like yes yeah for oh, sure. fucking like like yeah. so so we, we we only just watched the fucking like the the the, the jack o' lantern one today and I was a so- a sobbing mess. I was like I cannot you know, believe I, Connor O'Malley wrote one of like the most tear inducing fucking things of all time. It is like the genuinely guy fucking- about throwing a pumpkin in a river when Halloween's over. It is like one of the <laughs> most heart wrenching fucking make you think about your life up till that point scenes ever. And then it's cut with Joe Pera going, Don't that water look like root beer? I wish it was too. I wish it was but it's too, actually but it's colored by tannic acids. That's written by the guy that did fucking let's find free pulled pork in haunted houses. Truthhunters.com. <laughs> it's time to bring back the Irish mob. <laughs> fucking video is so good the best part about it is that it's uploaded in 240p (laughs) (laughs) if you don't know what we're talking about go look up Connor O'Malley's YouTube channel like the the weird thing is I I, I was I was introduced to Connor O'Malley through Vine where where he just kind of like (laughs) the the Vine that got me into him was one where he just went up to this fucking window and it just goes and he's just like at this fucking window of this like restaurant and everyone just kind of looks at him like scared and I was like that is the funniest vine I have ever seen and then like we're all these years later and I'm like fucking that guy <laughs> made this thing that is like emotionally destroying me I just remember going like it's the lake talk show guy oh my god <laughs> the man who screams like literally treading water in a full suit Looking like he's getting more and more tired as the shoot goes on. Like I, I always get kind of nervous for him. Like you could totally drown doing this. Like he's like under a bridge in a in New York. Like like with ships going by, you could easily drown doing that show. Connor. Be careful, that, man. Like, if you're you're like underwater in that fucking horrible water, but he's always just going. Ah, then he just starts dunking his selfie stick and like like. And then he just plays all this techno, and then he he's got his notes. He's got his David Letterman notes in front of him, but they're just soggy. It's just like that's when I immediately subbed. Um. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, for sure. But it's like, but, but yeah, I don't know. Like the thing is, like, and and his character in Joe Pera is so good too. It's just like, it's just like, it's like when he's looking at the fucking bean arch, and he's like. That's the best thing I've ever seen. He fucking like smacks his chest. <laughs> he's trying. I love I love season two Connor O'Malley specifically because he's you yep. tell he might have gone to therapy and was given some tips or something and <laughs> he's, he might not be applying them right. <laughs> but 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 like but the, the thing is right. So so like so the the thing being that, that like season one like without getting into spoilers kind of confronts Joe with like there, there's a really interesting tension. Like you know, it seems like you know it's a it's a funny comedic premise to to kind of place this happy go lucky guy that's just really interested in really mundane stuff next to the doomsday prepper who like very intensely cares about like 
the worst case scenario what, in what's every that one solar the, event that which is I find really funny they bring it up on that show because I was like man for such a cushy show they um brought to my attention this concept I'd never heard of that thing about the solar flare that will make all yeah, yeah, electronics yeah. non-functional and throw us back into caveman years and it could happen theoretically in 15 years or something I'm just like oh man yeah yeah <laughs> Sorry, yeah well yeah well yeah exactly yeah but it's like they very directly confront like so you've ha- you have like this whole season of like like really like nice but uh, like heart heart sometimes heart-wrenching but like sometimes just like mostly just really nice things and then you have this kind of like confrontation of like well how do you like exist in the real world only caring about like super mundane things like wh- when there's all this real shit going on like and then like which is, which is and and the reason like it, it really spoke to me because this is something i've been feeling for like a long fucking time especially just being on like fucking twitter and stuff where you're just constantly bombarded with horrible horrible shit every single day or whatever and like and they they end it in a way that is really like i, I again i don't want to spoil it but it's like it, it again it, it sent me into like a real sobbing mess where it was like you know there 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 you know there has to be room for sentimentality like there has to be room for like you know you you can't like physic you you can't mentally like take in that much like terrible shit without it like very much like warping you in a in a weird way. You gotta go and check like, out some old upstate New York barns from time to time, man. To, yeah, to offset exactly, the yeah. noise of everything. Yeah, like it's yeah, a very, and it's, like and, and, yeah, and that's, that's and that's, that's why the show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know the the show. This like you know you you like and it, and it's got it's, it's that thing of like. In a world that's so full of like horrible noise, like sometimes you need that, that like kind of, you need someone that is just like really, you need you need to be able to like, you need to know that the capacity exists to be like really really interested in like the most mundane things because even the most mundane things are like the results of like geological like processes that take place over millions of fucking years and stuff and that's like fascinating and like that's something that you can get you can get really interested in and sure there's a balance that you you kind of maybe need to strike but it's like you know it's there is there's a real like value to the kind of to to the mindset of a character like joe Pera that you know that, that kind of gets lost when we we have all this fucking noise around us, and then like season two, like kind of takes that further, where it's like, okay, not only do you have to like reckon Joe Perra's attitude to the world with the fact that the world is you know largely a cold, uncaring place, but you also then like have to balance that with like, you know, how does a character like Joe Perra process really horrible things happening directly to him and stuff like that, and it's it, like it's. But the thing is, the, the 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 great thing about the show is that, like, even when characters don't necessarily understand, like Joe's perspective on something, like they're never mean about it. Like that was I remember when I first watched it. That was always the thing I was like expecting, like where I was expecting like characters to just be like, "What fucking loser" or whatever. Um, but like, there's always that. Like the the moment that comes to mind is when. He starts singing Baba O'Reilly in the fucking church. <laughs> and it's like, and, and it's like this fucking, you know, and you're thinking, oh God, they're going to laugh at him or something like that. 
and then people start singing along, and you're like, yes! Like, <laughs> like people understand, it's, it's fine. Uh, it's, it's just like, but at the same time, it's 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 not it's not played as like this kind of massive triumph or whatever. It's 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 a guy singing in a church on a like a cappella, <laughs> like you know, singing Baba O'Reilly by the Who, and it just so happens that the audience, <laughs> like, is you know, kind of knows that all right, this is Joe. He's kind of a bit of an oddball, but you know, he's nice, and we'll go along with that. I still, still can't say I've heard it. <laughs> 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 Baba O'Reilly by the who? <laughs> I was just sick of him oh. going, no, 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 when his dog's trying to eat the piece of pizza. <laughs> like him with the fucking like bells just in his living room, just ringing bells to, to Baba chime in one of those choir bells. I'm like, my God, this is as active as this man has ever gotten on the show. <laughs> Possibly his wildest moment. <laughs> oh god! Moment. <laughs> but you know, it's like he's he's playing a character, but at the same time, like you get the feeling that he's kind of pretty similar in some ways to this guy. Like he, you know, he, he went on that fucking um, what's that channel called? The YouTube channel where he goes oh, on the and he makes cabin up. guys. Yeah, he also reads yeah. to you from history uh, about a yes a guy trying to impress some girls in a boat. <laughs> His take on it was like, wow, I guess it was like in old times, there wasn't as, like, that was pretty exciting for them back then, I guess. It's like I fell out of my boat in a river. (laughs) But then you just, you know, it's like a lot of footage of him just making a stool, and it's it's really nice. It's just like a very lovely little YouTube video to watch. I love um, that video that's Connor O'Malley explains why the minions are kind of actually funny. And, yeah. but it's I just go, yeah, like people asked me where Connor was. I said, Oh, he's on the freeway yelling at cars in a minions t shirt. I just like the way he said that is like I never thought I'd hear Joe Paris say minions. <laughs> like the fucking the, the other A V club video where they're like um where where it's them they get shown stock images and they have to like fucking science fiction. Like, they're just simple. He just says science fiction, but the picture he says that to is so fucking funny. Really, it's, it's, like, it's like a woman in a visor on a desk with a cob of corn. Like, next looking to her. at it, yeah, like with the with the visor that like Jordy LaForge has on Star Trek, and it's like, then <laughs> Joe's just like, like, so, so what's, what's that saying to you, Joe? And Joe's just like science fiction. He just looks so intently, like he knew, like a like he just a moon. That's science fiction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Joe Parra. Oh. Any any of Joe Parra's projects, I highly recommend, especially during the the bleakest time of year for people, which would be yeah Thanksgiving yeah. through post Christmas. Let's say. Uh, Plus, yeah, I mean, it's like see, season one of that show as well is like it's it's kind of like autumn wintry, you know? Like, yeah, takes place um, around there, so you've got a lot of like. Really nice, soothing forest imagery and stuff. It's great. It's well for me specifically. That that stuff is like, I mean, obviously not a substitute, but it that show acts as some sort of cool anti-anxiety medication I've never tried before. Uh, it's like very, yeah, yeah. it does something. It's not you know, it ain't gonna fix your life. Nothing, nothing. No show can do that. Maybe unless it's like antiques road show, and you're the guy getting all the money on it, but. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like I, I think that's some feel good stuff. I know the the holidays, yeah, they, yeah. they're they're cold shit for a lot of people, and 
Well, there's also a great Game of the Year podcast that will fill that Christmas void in your heart. But <laughs> if, if you already tap out or you need to take a break from our yucking, our yuckster voices, a break, a break from the noise. What's the problem? Like that. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I highly recommend just like, like binge a season. Binge that I got a ring season. in there last night. <laughs> so, uh, get off the bench or have you bent? <laughs> Drop your pants. <laughs> but yeah, seriously, highly recommend, yeah. uh, especially if you're not feeling so good. Like that, that, that show yes, will kind of yeah. make you feel make you feel good. Um, I, it, like and again, like like I say, it's like that fucking thing of you know when you're in like you know I, I've been in fucking like dark periods or whatever, and like and you watch a show like that where it's like you know you think there's there's like nothing to care about, just fucking look around you. There's fucking plenty of shit to that is like the most interesting shit in the world just all around you at all times and there's that, always that, something that show to has care had, like, about positive impacts only on my life like, like it's got yeah, me to like yeah. very, that, that show got me to like meal prep better <laughs> I'm not even kidding <laughs> just, just do stuff like that like I was watching him yeah, pack you a prep lunch. a nice warm apple Joe, Joe Parra packs you a lunch had an impact on me where I was like man I gotta <laughs> I gotta like get some of my life down to a silence, a silence, yeah. like to a science, like Joe does here. Make it like this, like yeah, exactly, yeah. Medi- meditative a science, yeah. Honestly, I was like, dude, I wish I had didn't live in like an apartment in Los Angeles and instead had a place where I could grow a bean arch for that very reason. Because <laughs> you know what, there probably are a few things cooler than coming out and seeing that bean arch coming together, meeting in the middle, yeah, Re- reaching up and grabbing a bean. <laughs> 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 It's the poor uh, man's meat. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's, it's the best show. Also, uh, Joe Perry has just given Mark Borchard of uh, of American movie fi- uh, just like a role in this. And you know what? I love that. Thank you, Joe Perry. Mark Borchard rules. Uh, yeah. American movie is my eternal like. You should watch that movie if you've ever felt down about yourself and what you do, man. Just fucking be yeah. like Mark, dude. Seriously, American movie. <laughs> coolest fucking movie totally probably an inspiration to joe para uh not in the comedy way because it's a documentary but like that kind of feel that small town off off of the mainstream grid of american cities type of lifestyle it's got it's got it's got that good american heart not that scary evil racist one that good old i believe in myself one yeah just yeah yeah it, it, it's a show that reminds you, like, oh yeah, it's not, it's not that horrible. System of a Down wasn't right about everything. Wait, good guitar. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, I, that was. I played that for. That was the TV and movie minute. Fucking clap now. Um and. <laughs> like fucking nicely bookended by our friend Bab Carlyle. <laughs> fucking clap now. <laughs> I would. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know. Have you, have you been watching anything else? Um. Yeah, I watched like uh, I watched a bit of. Creature from the Black Lagoon on uh, oh yeah the Criterion Channel uh, yesterday. They got a bunch of Universal monster movies in there, and Creature from the Black Lagoon was a movie I saw when I was like five years old, and I'm pretty sure that like completely 
lighter sparked the fuse of me loving all sorts of monsters and mm -hmm. sea monster shit. So uh, I love that movie. Uh, and then I nice. once again attempted to, at midnight for some reason, go, I'm going to watch all of Solaris. And then I woke up, <laughs> woke up two hours later and the movie was in its craziest bits. And I was like, oh, this always happens. <laughs> <laughs> How do I know oh, I'm man. not made out of living ocean goo or whatever the fuck the plot of that movie is? Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, I, it's, for uh, the record, I have seen Solaris like twice yep. through. I just, I just always, for some reason, on a whim, I'll be like, "It's midnight, let's watch this," and then I'll wake up at like drunk, being like, "Oh, what happened?" <laughs> like, it's like kind of, you feel weird. Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a uh, uh, it's, it's it's the kind of it's the kind of movie that you really need to like. <laughs> You, like you need coffee. to like, we should I, probably started yes, at twelve yeah, uh, p.m. Yes, <laughs> yeah. You you need to like prepare for that film, like, and it's it's worth it. It's like it's a fucking amazing film, but it's like it's like yeah, having it's a just, um, beautiful wave of the most comforting molasses poured over me or something. That first half, the first hour of that movie is like hyper chillness, man. Like, there's something just yeah, so yeah, like yeah, yeah. dreamy about it. I love the the opening farmstead kind of location of that area. I'm fucking obsessed with it. I like. I have this weird thing where I've just been watching the first, like, what is it, like, 25 minutes of Solaris just over and over again, just kind of watching it, and then I'll, like, click <laughs> off of it, and then I'll, like, restart the whole movie and just watch I'm just like, man, something about that whole chunk that's, like, really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's fucking great. I've been getting kind of weird lately, the way I've been consuming things, so I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if I should be worried or not, but I'll just be like, man, that grass looked beautiful, and <laughs> I just keep watching shit over and over. <laughs> yeah. You're crying, crying, about, crying about pumpkins, all that stuff. I think Joe Perez ruined me. Yeah, I'm just like, man, look at, that. look at that shot and how good everything looks. And I just like stare at it for a while and then I go and play the Switch. I don't know. Like, my brain's a little scrambled. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, um, but like, I, 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 I think, but I think it's, it's like scrambled in the best possible way. I think it's scrambling. Uh, yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, uh, uh, positive mania, so that's good. So, uh, <laughs> yes, me. We, yeah, we yeah, love yeah, when the yeah, mania is yeah. working for us and not against us. <laughs> yeah, you're in a manic state. It's great. <laughs> for once, the yacht and the wind and the sail—they've all lined up. <laughs> I'm cruising exotica, as they say. Nobody says that. <laughs> oh man! But hey, food uh, for thought, eh? <laughs> Just think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, DJ Lethal. I'm glad you're back in the squad. Uh, that fucking new Limp Biscuit album is so terrible. It's terrible, but in kind of the ways I wanted it to be terrible. So I kind of love it. Like, it's like a, hey, well, it's, I love like that one. The, Man, you still listen to Limp Biscuit? That guy's a joke. Man, what is that song? That song is so bad. It, I, I think I th is that not is that not like the title track from Still Sucks? What? Fuck you! Or, or yeah, you, yeah, <laughs> I suck. What about it? Or you know, many of the other. <laughs> like I don't know. Like the first two tracks, I'm like, okay, cool. They're they're doing the fucking Limp Biscuit thing. I like this. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's like or like what the fuck is you know? It's it's the kind of groovy. Fuck. Like then it goes into like these fucking like two. Two or three acoustic ballads in a row, and I'm like, this is oh, and one of them is is as we oh, yeah, found out. Yeah. I did a little digging, and uh, I don't know why, 
I got like a weird journalistic like I need to know why this song is on here, and then I found out it's a, <laughs> it's a Limp Biscuits version of an homage to the girl they bah, inadvertently killed with their set at. Uh, uh, it, 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 I, I wrote, from a, from a legal perspective, let's let's say that she died. Let's say in one of their that <laughs> allegedly, uh, they, uh, they, they, they 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 did not kill her. They did saying. not. <laughs> although they were at a show where she died and. I believe yes, Fredris was yes. saying, like, this crowd ain't crazy enough or something, and I just, you know. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, Fred. it's, it's, <laughs> it's, like, to, 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 to be clear, allegedly. Allegedly. But also, um, but also. But so, but I would also the, like the, you to have various... all the facts. They do put her name up on a giant banner every time they play her hometown. Just saying, just saying. <laughs> I mean, well, apparently, uh, apparently they, uh, after that, they were like, the the they kind of insisted on better, like, audience control and stuff like that at their shows and, and everything, so... Like, but, all you know, all I'm I, saying I, I, is I, I, it wraps around to being kind of oddly, weirdly tone-deaf to do a weird acoustic ballad cover of a person who died at your show's favorite band or something. It's just yeah, kind of... Yeah. Kind of, you know what? Leave it alone. Just leave, leave it alone. Was, just leave it alone. <laughs> was, was that the one... Was that the song that um, they did the, uh, it was fucking uh, Wes Scantlin from uh, Puddle of Mud on stage at like the VMAs doing an acoustic version with Fred. Yeah, they, was that, so was that, uh, that's apparently and, 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 a song and, 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 they've put into their set for years since. So I, I think they but, like they finally recorded it. I guess. But but the, but the, the video I'm talking about is is the one where they're playing this acoustic song and then uh, Jimmy Page comes out and does a fucking like solo over it, but it's completely like Jimmy Page is clearly fucked, and so Wes Scantlin from Puddle of Mud is having to like. Keep Jimmy Page from Led Zeppelin in time. Wow, and that that reads extra awkward nowadays, given what the puddle of mud man's up to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking, uh, what was what is he up to? Uh, he- oh, uh, jo- Joey, if you're listening, um, I would love for you to give me like like a legit like account of your experience of getting robbed uh, while playing a show by the guy from Puddle of Mud. Um, <laughs> Literally, like I, I know I've told the story on here, kind of like in a shitty way. Yeah. Like, I did like the clip notes version, but I know like you were literally there where it happened. And I would love to get you to tell that story because, uh, yes, I, <laughs> I know someone who had that guy show up to a merch table and tried to like get free merch, and then when my friend walked away from the merch table, he t- ran off with a box of size mediums. <laughs> Jesus, the most yeah. profitable box. That's <laughs> true, man. That's like that's, 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 really that's the number one. The only one that comes close is XLs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right, um but yeah, I mean, you know, West West Scantlin has had his fair share of things taken from him. He's not his, West Borland. Account. True. Yeah. Yeah. It's. uh which you know, again, after, when when that when that new Limp Bizkit album came out, I I kind of went on this weird, I went to this weird pit of like watching interviews with that that band. It seems like they've just always hated each other, like Wes and Fred. It's like, <laughs> like, I, I, you know, it's, it's always seen, it always struck me like Wes is the kind of guy that's like wanted to kind of like he he fucking it was it like he names he name drops fucking like was it like. Blank Mass or fucking Hacks and Colk or something like that. You even draw some like really fucking like weird electronic artists on there, like and like well, he takes Limp Biscuit yeah. seriously instrumentally. Like, yeah, like this yeah. thing I sent you this just now. The West Berlin like doing like how to uh, 
uh, how to play the out of style riff. Like he's clearly proud right. of some of this stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, I have to imagine being in Limp Bizkit is like being in a really cool, bouncy fucking metalcore instrumental band, but then having yeah. some asshole who insists on going over yeah, like yeah, cool, yeah. bouncy fucking mosh music, and it's like, why don't you just kill that guy? <laughs> not not literally, like, like you know, fire him. I know you can't, cause probably, <laughs> yeah. I bet Fred, like, owns the trademark or something, but, uh... Yeah, I mean, well, it's, but that's the thing, it's like, you, you know, like... Limp Biscuit would, yeah, it like would actually be, like you know, like not not like fucking a like incredible music or whatever, but like it'd be a fun enough band, like just like you say, fucking bouncy shit. It's and like periphery have, like, if you take out Spencer Satella, it's like infinitely a cooler band than despite being <laughs> gentle goo but still, yeah. yeah that, 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 I don't know. I mean, periphery still pretty bad. <laughs> well, Periphery, Periphery's bad, but but mainly due to their corniness. I feel like I would yeah, yeah, enjoy yeah. Periphery more if they literally didn't have songs called, like, Lulz to Random, Rufflecopter, <laughs> and then, like, Sephiroth Rules or something, you know, like, shit like that, like, dumb weeb, genty stuff, but, uh, yeah, hey, yeah. that song, New Groove, it's pretty hot. It's pretty hot. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Bip, 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 uh, there's a there's a staccatoing thing going on in there that's pretty cool. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I'm, now, I'm I'm now just re rereading the, the the whole thing when uh, there was there was like an outlet that reviewed Gold Cobra back in the day and like Wes Borland fucking wrote like they gave they gave it like a, a fucking like one star review uh, and then uh, Wes Borland wrote a letter to the reviewer like. Asking them to like up the score, <laughs> and then they up they upped it by like half a star or something nice. like that. <laughs> it's like, it's like first of all, I I've totally seen where you're coming from, and I've sent it, and I've seen it over and over again. I know many people who have a similar attitude towards our band. I was one of them ten years ago when I quit, <laughs> and in these weeks, <laughs> <Yeah>. le- <laughs> and in these weeks leading up to the release of the album, I've been promising myself that I wouldn't succumb to curiosity by, by reading reviews, and I did. I was told that there were there were starting to be several great ones, so I read them, and they totally got it and hit the nail on the head as far as identifying with our uh, as far as identifying with our intention. But we have had a tone, but we a few have had a tone similar to yours. The band is okay, but I don't like Fred Durst. <laughs> I didn't realize their response was like focused on Fred. <laughs> Look, there the, was... <laughs> the low score is for Fred, right? Not the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. There is no way in hell that our band would ever have been as successful without Fred as the singer. Period. I, I can kind of see that. Oh. <laughs> like, yeah, like, no, 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 no. He's he's fucking right. Yeah, he's Wes Borland. If you're listening, you are not. But buddy, you might be the <laughs> smartest guy in new metal. Like, I like, like honestly, like, 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 honestly, like that's very grown up with you, man. Like, I like, yeah, like you, you know where your place is, where you're making the most. You're you're sucking it up. You're punching in every day. You're going to work with that shitty boss. <laughs> like, good for yeah, you, direct, man. You're you're like you're you have to be like, it. oh man, my boss fucking directed the fanatic. So, Everyone, moment yeah. of silence for West Borland's lifestyle as he has to interact <laughs> with this shit since 1997 at least. Oh, 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 although I mean, you know, we, we say we say that he's right, but then. No matter what effect he has had on people in a TMZ personality kind of way, he is an he is an astonishing frontman and performer. I disagree. <laughs> I think he's. You know what? I think we got to read between the lines here. If by astonishing you mean like, my God, this guy is astonishingly horrible. Like, yes, uh, it's astonishing someone like Fred got that famous. Like, of course, man, I get sued I've, for this episode, huh? Um, I've never seen I've, anything like, like it. On 
Fred Durst more than I have in the whole history of the podcast. <laughs> you've, you've accused him. You've, you've accused him and his band of killing someone. I would just like my lawyer, Mr. Phil Hawes, to know that I am joking. These are jokes. Um, <laughs> if we any, get anything, uh, it's all goof. Um, if you if you heard if you listened to the very beginning of this topic being brought up, I actually was more positive on the album than Hamish. So he's the one you should actually sue, Mr. Fred. Yeah, so yes, go, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, but uh, yeah, it's all no, jokes. I'm, this is a podcast. For, for, like it's a joke. I did a my, sound effect. <laughs> for my lawyer, I promised to put up my score of still still sucks by half a star. Um, I've talked to folks time and time again who hated us and had all these pre- preconceived notions. After seeing us live, they can't wait to see the show again. We are a ridiculous band. We have fun. We are obnoxious. We provide an escape for ourselves and our fans through what we do, and our fans seem to be so happy with this record, and so are we. It would be appalling for us to try and come out with some kind of, oh, we're in our 30s and Fred just turned 40, so let's make a grown-up meaningful Lies. record that makes oh, wait, us feel like Oh, this is from 10 up. years ago. Okay, never mind. They were trying to like hide that Fred Durst was 50 or something. Fred Durst has reached uh, the rich white woman phase of his life where he's going to be 40 for 10 years. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But, I mean, he has kind of looked like fucking... He, he's looked about like... 35 to like 45 pretty much his entire fucking career like it's, uh, well, Wes Borland and, looks the, more and more like a Shin Megami Tensei demon that you could recruit uh, as the band has progressed <laughs> like his, his new look where he's wearing like girl hot pants and like his long hair with the weird um, theater mask <laughs> and he wears like high boots is like that looks like a guy you could recruit in Shin Megami Tensei. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's a game we'll get on to in a minute, but I just, I, I fucking just remembered that, that fucking, my, one of my favorite live music videos ever is when, is that fucking performance of the one, the Limp Biscuit song, where Fred fucking, he's like, yeah, get someone, like, get up on stage, and he gets this, this woman up on stage, <laughs> and she, and, and she starts, like, dancing, and, he then just spends the entire performance fucking avoiding her. <laughs> like, and then, she she like, looked more attractive like, from, I guess, up on stage looking down on her, but when she got up next to him, he didn't find her but, so attractive, I guess. But yeah, exactly. But like, he's, but she's, she, you know, she's just like, she is doing nothing. Like, she is dancing around as if she, like, she'd just been a 2001 new metal fan, man. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then it's just when the break, when the breakdown to the one kicks in, Fred turns to her and gives her the thumbs down. <laughs> and then, like, then when the song, she, she doesn't, she's like blissfully unaware of any of this. And she's then rocking. when the song ends, when the song ends, he's just like, boo. <laughs> he fucking boos her to this festival crowd of like tens of thousands of people. It's like, it's like she ruined the whole song. Ruined like, the whole thing. <laughs> It's like she didn't do anything. Like, yeah, her up on you stage invited her on stage. This is like the best day of this girl's life, you <laughs> asshole. It's, like, so, it's so mean. <laughs> so mean. But it's I've, like, I've it's always wanted to be like, is there any way we can find this girl and like give her money or like a fruit basket or something? <laughs> Just like, like, God, that's got to be sad. <laughs> now it's immortalized on YouTube. Damn. It's like she, she's, she's too crazy. I don't like girls like that. It's like she was just dancing me. The man who would later go on to be like, well, I got dad bod. Well, good dad bod. Well, big dad bod. Oh, so now we're supposed to like you. Oh, what a fucking Even though you're not bud. even up to snuff with how 1999 Fred Durst would have viewed a human body, you piece of shit. <laughs> 
exactly, exactly. Yeah, and then he well, went on to do, well, this this is the man that directed the fanatic. It's like you know, like we're, we're this is the this is the kind of wow. This is the kind of I guy literally we're forgot about. that movie existed, and then I realized, yeah, that checks out. This is why you your ever, buddy Wes Borland decided to, he'd rather be in a band called Big Dumb Face than be in Limp Bizkit. <laughs> because at least people oh, in Big Dumb Face man. respect him. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of uh, speaking of uh, Wes Borland, uh, Shin Megami Tensei, that's a game you've been playing. Yeah, I bumped I, into I, a weird <laughs> demon that went, oh, give me all of your money. And it was suspiciously like Wes. And then, uh, Wes has hacked the game. Yeah, all of a sudden he started going <laughs> on his guitar, and it was crazy. And I started bound, I started just jumping. And uh, then Method Man was there. And then I just started like moshing. It was crazy. Um, but yeah, yeah. Shin Megami Tensei 5. Damn. Um, it's not Persona 0 out of 5. Uh, no. Yeah, I, it's true. Yeah, yep. That is the common <laughs> review you're seeing a lot. Uh, look at that demon. Um, Okay, uh, give me a second. Uh, <laughs> you've sent me a picture of Wes, Wes the Borland. I am Wes Borland um, of the Wild Tribe, and I will now fight for you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Shin Megami Tensei Five. This is, I don't feel like I really need to explain to you or a lot of the people listening what Shin Megami Tensei is. Uh, sorry, Megaten. I don't know why it's called that when it's clearly this. <laughs> Um, but yeah, this is the one that's not for babies. Persona's for babies. So the way the internet makes, makes me understand is Shin Megami Tensei, that's for like esteemed gentlemen with pecs and muscles, big mustaches <laughs> who own like condo places and, you know, flip them for way too much money. And then, yeah. and then Persona is like for babies, babies who poo and pee and cry. Yeah. And, yeah. um, I don't know what that's all about. They're both great to me. So, uh, this is going to, I'm sorry. This won't be the hyperbolic I, I- taking sides review you were looking for and um (laughs) that was actually i didn't mean to hit fucking clap that kind of applied um fucking clap for my brave stance to be not on one team here um man it's i the og talk to the monsters to instead of fight them game uh yeah i mean i i don't know i lost what to say here because it's kind of like it's it's like the, th- the thing is, I, I yeah, it, I mean, it's kind of like what you described. Like, I've I've seen a lot of talk ab- about how fucking you know Shin Megami Tensei is the real game, and how you know like the specific persona you the specific the persona you like is story shit, chopped like, out. I guess is what I, 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 this is how I interpret that take because I I think I kind of get what those angry well I I, I never want to sympathize with an angry lunatic on the internet, but um I think I get where that weird kind of irateness comes from it's like that was the it was the series that cut a lot of the bullshit out in terms of talking your fucking ear off and it was all about yeah, the, the, wandering the good, the good mazes stuff. and fighting things and yeah. reading the numbers the fucking, and grinding. yeah the terrible shit that, see, yeah, yeah the terrible shit so like that's a <laughs> and, and that's a type of jrpg player numbers guy the min maxer we all have one at the table yeah. um and so that's fine, right? Like, if you like that, it's cool. But then, um, I guess maybe if you're a fan of that series and then you see the spinoff, which was more about s- the social connections and talking to characters uh, kind of ex- existing in this world, while still doing a fair amount of that numbers stuff, and a lot of the kind of hardcoreness of that math still is there, but, you know, Persona's about the characters and the situations more, so I'm not saying that all SMT games don't have, like, characterization. It's just that they kind sure. of... 
they kind of scoop it off or maybe polish it off to being just a little bit more face value, which is fine because you're kind of supposed to like, or at least in the old games, there's other characters and you know, it's usually like taking a lawful route or a chaotic route. And there's characters that symbolize those kind of outlooks. And you were always supposed to kind of name them after people you knew. So it was kind of made it a little bit more personal, but as it's gone over time, it's kind of just become these characters that have their own names. And I personally find it hard to kind of sympathize with them as I would a persona character. Um, that being said, yeah, I guess that yeah. creates a lot of characters who aren't as hateable as, uh, is it Yusuke? Who's the homophobe? <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, uh it's, uh, yeah, I know, yeah. yeah, I know the one. Yeah, like, the, yeah, like there's I, always like that wise crack in a homophobic personal character. Like, there's none of those <laughs> assholes in there, so I know. That's fine. I mean, it's, but it's but it's just like I I don't know, I, I just I I am I am the anti JRPG player. I, I Of course I I I, I hate we grinding. Wouldn't, I, we wouldn't want it any other way, Hamish. <laughs> you need to balance otherwise this would be some like weeb shit trash podcast. Uh, because like I have to tip the scale the other way where I go like you know what JRPGs they kind of slap and then uh but but uh check this out um I'm with you I don't like grinding as much depends though sometimes if I'm really invested in a game like Dragon Quest Eleven I was already like a hundred hours into it and I was like you know what let's go into the finale fucking jacked and tanned man let's go work on our fucking pecs let's go like <laughs> like make it so it's impossible to like. Uh, hook my thumb and my index finger around my wrist level wise <laughs> you know what i mean and so like uh and so some games will catch me on that but i think that's that's more of the world catching hooking you in and making it so you actually like go i will grind because your world rules so hard shin megami tensei i'm never like that because usually the world is like a big barren fucking wasteland tonally yeah. totally appropriate like that's it's supposed to be tokyo Post the world getting blown the fuck up slash yeah, 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 yeah. turned into uh, uh, demon world. I don't know. The demons seem chill. <laughs> that's the thing. It's like if that's if that's the end of the world. I mean, sure, we'll get eaten alive or whatever. I, I just assume the first five minutes of the world ending is like uh, that one part in Berserk, uh, where the yeah, band yeah, of the uh, hawk yeah, gets yeah. their just deserves. No, um, but uh, <laughs> no, nah, they didn't. They didn't deserve that. But um, <laughs> <laughs> um. But, but, you know, all these demons seem pretty cool. They're just hanging around. They just want to eat snacks. A.K.A. us, I assume. But, um... Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what's really fun here is the demon talking stuff. The the mechanic that uh, most Gen Z kids think Undertale invented. Um, the... <laughs> the, um... The fleshing out of these demons. Now, I didn't play Shin Megami Tensei 4 because, um... RPGs like that on the ds harder sell for me i don't know why take it up with my fucking congressman i couldn't tell you why but it, it, <laughs> it, it it's like i I, so I just bounce off ds um rpgs uh, you know and ask an asterisk here and there like dictating maybe like dq5 is an outlier but like something about that so i don't know if maybe the grinding was maybe kind of smoothed over and made less necessary um since then but it, this one feels a lot easier i'm playing a normal mode by the way i know that's a big one with you uh mega 10 fans you go, oh, well you play normal or hard that's a uh, uh, uh. Uh, i'm playing normal <laughs> i like to have a good time um and yeah it seems okay um you are familiar with hama and mudo correct hamish yeah you yeah, know. yeah yes yeah, yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. light and dark Fucking... attacks that in previous games used to be they had like really low accuracy um but if they hit they were one hit kills um yes yeah, yeah, yeah extremely yeah. kind of awesome Fuck you, dice roll to throw into a middle of a random encounter game. It's kind of hilarious. I, 
Oh God, I hate <laughs> I, I hate fucking JRPGs. But see that <laughs> see that's more of like a Mega Ten. Like that's kind of like their that's like their that's one of like their hits. You know, like it's like having any it's that dark souls thing of even the lowest motherfucker can get you you know like it's kind of that but, but the thing is in dark so- it, but in dark souls you can block against that attack you can fucking dodge out the way where are your buffs buffs mr guy maybe you should <laughs> maybe you should get better at statting your team this see this is why megaton is the gentleman gamers game uh <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, yeah, but no, I agree with you. So that that, that stuff, they they've smoothed stuff like that out, like uh, Mudo and whatever Ham on Ham on Rye um, <laughs> um, can uh, they 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 now hit like most people, but now uh, they only one hit kill if the person you're hitting is weak. So they've done little tweaks like that that kind of I think make it more fair. Um, I don't know if you remember that because this this is kind of getting into some nitty gritty Persona information too. Like you know how in Persona the non-normal physical attacks, like the, the kind of special physical attacks, like the ones that hit everybody, they would cost health for you to use. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. that is now just MP now, so you no longer, like, right. uh, it's kind of added this, like, it's it's made physical demons way more, like, viable because they're not, like, hemorrhaging health like crazy. Yeah, uh-huh. So there's little tweaks like that where I wonder what the, um, the, you know, hard equals the best game ever crowd is. Like, I wonder yeah, if that makes yeah. them mad, because I think it might be actually a good change for, and just, just in terms of making the getting from A to B section of things a little less headachey. I just think that's, like, for the best, right? Like, yeah, like, it's not going to sell you yeah. back over to it, but, like, it like it has now scrubbed out two things that you kind of hated about JRPGs, you know what I mean? So they're... Well, I mean, they're the, thing, the thing is, well, every, like, that that is literally the first thing that I've heard about this game where I've heard someone say, oh, they made, they made this bit easier. Like, everything else I've heard about this game, like, everyone's been like, oh, it's, it's the return to pure fucking hardcore JRPG It's not easier. Bullshit. It's not easier. It's, it's like, just that yeah. the normie demons can't fuck up your day as easily. That's yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, 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 yeah. I, I, I yeah, mean... The bosses are still like, hey, you gotta, like, figure me out. Unlock the puzzle box of this boss, basically. Um... But but that's that's the thing with it though. It's it's always like it was the same fucking persona where it was like configure out the puzzle box, but there's like they might just fuck you. Sure, you might get just the, the shittiest dice roll, and I'm like, that's their kind of well, design philosophy, I think, which is I really like love it or hate it thing, and I, and I kind of respect that they do have that kind of line drawn in the sand game designers, like, well, okay, this is what we're doing. You can stay over there if you don't want to do it because it is yeah, I mean, totally sure, sure. Yes. Like, meant yeah, to be yeah. like that because it's like yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, like it is totally meant to be like ball bustingly hard, and it, it, I, I like to think of the combat in when it's operating on all cylinders it, the way it was intended in a Shin Megami Tensei game is doing a Rubik's cube puzzle, but every time you click it once, uh, you have to click a gun that's pointed at your head that has one bullet in it. You yeah, know, like yeah, you're. Yeah. So, like, every time you twist the, the color on the Rubik's Cube, someone goes, click, at your head, and you, every time you do it, there's a click, <laughs> click, click. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Like, <laughs> Which like, I think is like awesome, but, I, but but at the same time, I totally sympathize with, like, people who fucking loathe it, because... Yeah. Yeah, like, sometimes that is not what the doctor ordered. This is a game that I'm playing in, like, two-hour chunks. Uh, because, yeah. For that very yeah. reason. It's like my anti-Forza Horizon 5 game. That's like pure unadulterated <laughs> fun. And this one is like doing doing some taxes, you know, so you need both. I yeah, think. yeah. Um, but I yeah, mean, I, I think I, the... I, 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 sorry, what were you saying? 
I, I was just saying, I, I think I'd be perfectly fine with just Forza Horizon Five, but it's, uh, no, yeah, yeah, totally. Um, uh, like, yeah, not uh, this is this gets our steer clear, Hambo, Medal of Approval, uh, careful, Hambo, don't play this. Uh, oh man, but, but um, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, so hi. it looks cool, right? Like, and. Yes, uh, I like yeah, how 100%. I like how kind of weird the main character looks. There's kind of like no reason so, so far that I've been told in the story why you look like this like like pretty boy with long luscious dark blue hair and your pseudo power ring. Like the main character fuses with like a cyborg demon man, and that's what you are when you're in the demon world. Then you're not when you're in the real world. It's, it's like kind of cool how fucking random and weird it is. Like I just it's yeah, it's a kind of refreshing main character for a JRPG. Because it's so, like, it's weird even for JRPG heroes. It's like, I, I can't stop looking at this character being like, this is an odd choice for, like, your main, like, I don't know, it's just, I, yeah, I, I like, yeah, some yeah. of the design uh-huh. choices are kind of crazy, and there's some beautiful skyboxes in this game, but holy moly, I feel like the guy who made the deal to make this Switch exclusive immediately went, oh, shit, when he saw, like, how it was running. <laughs> And realize, like, damn, I wish we'd also said yes to, like, putting this on PS4 or, you know, PS4, like, or, like, you know, P- like, I'm assuming we'll get ports to the other but dear God, this poor Switch, it is, like, the whole time the game is on, it is just, like, revving. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, uh, like, I mean, that's, I, f- I feel like that's kind of, well, like, I mean, yeah, what, what kind of, what, like, I don't know. Frames are bad. You, Very yeah, bad. Yeah, I was gonna, I was, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, like, it's. Yeah, it I should can't, be can't at imagine. thirty. Like no, most of the time, it is like, but but because of the, they've made this like big sprawling, very pretty desert thing with like these really complex like there's geometrical shapes like, spinning around. And it's all bright red and glittery in the sky and stuff. And it's like really you know, like all these particle effects, like sh- lots of lots of shimmering and stuff. And it's like, did you like you've you've ported things to the Switch before, Atlas and stuff? Like you know like the limits of this fucking thing. Like it's just like. <laughs> It's like wild. They just went like, yeah, just do it best as we can get it. And it's like, maybe you should have like pulled back on something just to make it run a little smooth. I know it's a JRPG and you spend a lot of time in menus, but like you're also, but there's, they've added like platforming to it. Like the, there's gone now or the, the, you know, the walking down the hallways one square at a time. That's long gone. That's a, uh, now you're running around this big, um, again, they, they kind of dragon quest 11 did where now instead of running around a, like these areas getting Pokemon attacked by things you can't see on the map. It's like you're running around this giant field and everything you can fight is walking around on the screen and you run out up and can slash it with the sword to get the, the preemptive strike. Or once you get over leveled, they go, Oh shit. And they turn and run the other way from you. So like all the fights are kind of avoidable like that, but in doing so they've made a more lush system intensive world than any SMT game is like ever used to. And they're paying for it. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. Like, they literally have this world now where you're finding, like, demon Koroks. Like, there are, like, these side mission things that while you're running around, jumping around and stuff, you can find these little guys who have, like, bomb heads, and they give you this currency that feeds into making your innate abilities stronger and stuff. But, so yeah, the, the way it runs is bad, and obviously if you don't like JRPGs and all of their numbery bullshit, um, you know, not, not much for you here. It ain't gonna change your mind, but this is a big deal game for I guess people who want a proper JRPG brought out again, whatever the fuck that means. And uh, yeah, but I mean, uh, I'm, 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 I'm glad, cool. I'm, glad I'm glad, I'm glad for those fucking nerds. No, I'm joking. Oh, that's, that was a joke. Um, it's uh, no, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that they, I'm happy that people have 
a game that they enjoy or whatever. I, it's just like just thinking about like investing any time into this game is like like get it, it, like kind of get like it's it's the kind of like thing where I need to watch Joe Pera to like to to like bring me out of that funk. <laughs> it's it's, it's uh, yeah I don't know it's um. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's so not my kind of game, it's like, uh, um, but yeah, I don't know, it's, like, it, it, it looks cool, I, I, I mean, like, does, does it, does it run as bad as, like, Deadly Premonition 2 or anything like that? Um, no, but there are bits when you're, like, running and you turn, you know, like, you spin the camera while your character's doing, like, their dash move and it'll, like, kind of, You'll you'll pan over maybe a more complex bit of geometry and it will like chug to like five for a second and then and then it will go back to thirty, but not as consistent as your average uh, sweary game uh, frame quirks. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I well, I mean, it's uh, I, I I don't know. It's I mean, who knows what place that will get on our game of the year stuff? <laughs> like. I, mean, I, I'm, I, I'm I, was sure. like, I was trying to add it to categories last night, and I realized like a lot of them I didn't really actually feel like submitting to like <laughs> like graphics and music. I was like, eh. There is some cool music in there. I might actually put it in music, but it might uh, like I'll, it might get thrown out pretty early. I, like I think the battle theme could be a lot better. Uh, which that's a lot for music when it's the theme you're going to be hearing the most of the time. Um. Bjork ascending to some sort of cybernetic heaven is the best I can <laughs> describe the track, I think, which, you know, it sounds kind of cool. You put it like that, yeah. but I don't know. It's kind of. It's cool. It's neat. Uh, I, the dynamic music is neat. The way, like, if you decide to talk to the demon, there's kind of like this more subdued version of the battle theme that's all baseline. And then as soon as you go, like, as soon as something goes south with the demon, it, it, the the soundtrack immediately like there's all of a sudden this snare hit like whap and then it just like blows into the fucking uh like the the high driving version of it like the 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 way the sound weaves in and out of the combat based on what you're doing is very cool yeah all right sure. I, I just talked myself into putting it on there uh, <laughs> but uh yeah cool game if you're into that if not well you can you're gonna you're gonna die when the demon apocalypse comes because you don't know how to program put them in a computer app I've never been sure what the fuck's going well, on with Shimagami Tensei. Nico, I'm just gonna fucking drive away. Drive in away very, in a very fast car. Oh yeah, across, well, no matter how fast your car desert. is, you'll never outrun all these ins- just the fucking cringiest English people talking in your fucking face all the time. <laughs> and that one <laughs> Scottish guy. Oh, I uh, there's a there's a there's a barn in it where someone's left a car. Go it, get did it. you find a Jimmy? Well, it's, 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 it's not. It's not even like that. It's, it's, it's like a fucking like Edinburgh accent. So it's like, "Hey, man, there's a there's a there's a there's a car out in a barn for you." My my name's Gerard Butler. There's a car out in a barn for you. Hey, it's, it's you like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, yeah. Of course, we're talking about Forza Horizon Five. That game came out, and it's fucking great. It's um, fucking great. It's so it's, good. It, uh, it is. It is still so fucking like alarming to me when when um. So if you if if you if you haven't played it and you don't know, like you can you can select from a huge fucking list of like pre-recorded names that they will refer to you as, and 
for the first time in any video game, there's been there's been an option for Hamish. <laughs> so like, I'll just be like playing along. I'll be doing a race, and then it'll come up on the map, and they'll say, "Hey, Hamish." And I'm like, fucking what? <laughs> it's like, like, ready to fucking, like, stab someone or something. But it's, uh, yeah, it, it's, it is, um, that, that game fucking rules. That is such a good fucking game. And it's, it's, it is exactly what I thought it was going to be, like, in the run-up to release and everything. It's kind of exactly the same as Forza Horizon 4 with I, I was about to say, that I, it, I love like, this game, but I'm having trouble, like, conveying what, makes it any different from 4 other than like very minor things yeah 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 it's it, like yeah and, and a lot of the differences are things that I'm like well I kind of actually prefer 4 in some ways um like I, I mean first and foremost like we're talking about the fucking dialogue now your character speaks and in 4 it was just this silent thing where like you just have characters talking at you like great job out there, here's a car for you to crash, and you'd just be, like, silently standing there, but now it turns into this huge fucking dialogue where it's like, <laughs> thanks, I'll be I'll be sure to crash that car. Romero, my, my fucking... are you sure you're really El Jefe? It's like, fuck off, get out of here, you fucking cringy bastard. <laughs> oh, so if I wanted bad, to play dude. a goofy, embarrassing English guy, I'd just, I guess I'd just be <laughs> myself. I don't know, I just don't want, I just don't want to be the fucking Stop it! <laughs> I don't want to be this guy. I don't want to be this man. <laughs> but like, there, there, you know, it's it's also like, I mean, obviously, part of this is nostalgia for like, it's you know, it's the fact that like I can fucking careen through fucking Edinburgh in in, in like on in Forza Horizon Four and like you know <laughs> just treat that city with the respect it deserves which is very little oh um, that ruddy Hamish Flex up to his old tricks again there ma'am <laughs> um but like it's also like you know so my my thing in in these games is that whenever i'm not in a fucking race because it is like such a it is as a non sim like it, you know it, it's it has it has the kind of like somewhat sim like weight of your car like you're not you're not going to be like you know like floating round corners or whatever like you really have to like kind of work a bit for it not not as much as like an actual sim or anything like that but there's there's a there's a bit of weight there you can tweak but, like, it too to be like hard sim if you want like yeah yeah sure yes yeah yeah, yeah totally but but it's like but the thing is it is it is also like arcadey enough on its default where like whenever i'm not like in in an in an actual like race I am fucking just beelining it across the, the, the harshest terrain possible in my fucking, like, Bugatti fucking sports car, like, leaping over fucking sand dunes, and, like, you know, just straight to the objective, no matter what my GPS is saying about, like, oh, turn right here, in 400 yards, turn left, I'm like, no, I'm going straight ahead, I'm going over this fucking volcano, um, and, uh, like, and the thing is, the Mexican desert is a lot less forgiving than the British countryside. It would seem what a weird prospect. It's like uh, so now there's just like a ton more fucking like like rocks in your way. Rocks that will just some stop, of the fiercest stop. pine trees in the series to date. <laughs> like like I cannot I I cannot tell the difference. But there's so many times when I'm just careening down a hill in a fucking blazer and I'm just getting like chunk like stuck by a tree. It's like dude, no. I don't know. I just, 
I don't know. Yeah, I, take out the trees I, I, at least. I get rocks, but the trees should snap in half when my giant dumb arcade car crashes through it. But it's like if 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 at the very least, like had it so that it had any kind of like damage outside of like oh you cracked your windscreen or like any it, it's just it's purely like you're you're going at like two hundred miles an hour and then it's just dunk and you fucking like just stop dead and, and you lose and, your and, fat combo. Yeah, that's that's the fucking like. So I, I don't. I, I've never really given that much of a shit about like skill combos or anything in these games because they're they're like. So I don't really know what to do to like keep them going or get into these like insanely high levels. Like you have to just keep it like, mixed my, up enough my, uh, between ultra and normal. Like like you can sure. you, you you crank one of them all the way to ultra and then you do something that like resets it so that you can do that same thing. You just like you get like a weird spam thing going. Yeah, it, it's an odd system though. It feels like they could add an extra dimension to it or something after these last two games. But but the thing is, it's like, you know, like, the the best way I've found to, like, gain skill points is to, like, drive across the fucking, like, open road, or, like, you know, drive drive off-road, sorry, and, like, go on this kind of crazy terrain and doing constant stunts. Smacked it, dude. 1,000 points. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. But as soon as you tap a fucking rock, your your combo's done, like, immediately. It sucks Um, so hard. So, especially like, in this one where they have the radio stations that double your, uh, like, yeah, 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 score, and like, you'll just be like, oh my god, I'm about to crack like 500,000. And then you slow down <laughs> because you're about to hit this guy's fence, and you go, think, like, you just do the slightest tap, yeah, and yeah, you just yeah, see yeah, your yeah. fucking score vanish, and you're just like, yep. Ah. But, the, but the thing is, like, the only reason to get skill points is to, like, upgrade your car's skill tree. That makes it easier for you to get skill points. It's like it's, oh, yeah. there's not really there's not really like any real purpose to it, but for it some all reason it annoys the one me. goal of Forza Horizon Hamish, which is shower yourself in too many fucking cars. <laughs> it, it, is, it is completely absurd to me that anyone would buy cars for Forza Horizon Five or any Forza game really, but like Forza Horizon specifically, because they shower you with so many fucking cars constantly, and there's like, you know, outside of like, you know, the the fucking Bugattis and all that are gonna go like faster than the fucking, you know, like, 4x4s or whatever, like, there's not, there's not a huge amount of difference between them, they can all fucking like, like I say, you can drive whatever fucking car you want up the fucking volcano, <laughs> it's like, Largely fine, unless you have like tuned it or whatever. But that you, you, even even if you've like tuned the difficulty so that it's it's like more sim, like you know, you have so many cars to choose from, uh, and and like it, it, it's just constant. Like I, I can't keep up with the amount of cars they're giving me, <laughs> and like so so yeah, I I I don't know. I just um, I I I can't. They have so many like car passes and you know all this stuff, and I'm like I. Could not bring my like. So they're doing. They're. Do, I think they're doing a thing with Game Pass now, where, like, we, of course, with Game Pass, you pay the fee and you pay the subscription fee, and you can download the game. I think for the first time with this, they're doing a thing where, like, you can get DLC for the Game Pass thing, which is like kind of uh, an inkling to the dark fucking monetized uh, future Nintendo of Game Pass. expansion pack plus uh, method, yes, where they just yeah, give you yeah, that weird yeah. vaporware. Uh, fucking um, uh, Animal Crossing DLC that d- goes away <laughs> as soon as your ex- subscription runs out, but it's like, okay, 
Animal Crossing is a game all about permanence and stuff. Yeah, so yeah, how does yeah. that factor in? Okay. Yeah, yeah, great, great yeah. future we're setting up for here with games. Totally not going to break a bunch of games retroactively doing shit like this. I, yeah. But I mean, but you know, I, I was thinking like, okay, I, I love Forza games. Like I, I am going to play the shit out of this. Do I want to like spend a bit more money? Like, you know, I'm, I'm getting the game for essentially free. Do I want to spend a bit more money and like get the fullest experience possible? And then I ended up not doing that. And I'm, you know, the only DLC I'm interested in with Forza Horizons Dude, is always like the, the it's, it's the weird fucking like toy car like thing. Like I'm I'm wondering like are they going to do a, a kind of a different toy this time round? There's Hot like, Wheels for, already for, in the game. I was looking at the car, uh, car collection screen, the the thing where you go. The, one of the things I have beef with is like the constant menus that open up a menu where you have to click confirm to get the thing you won yeah, somewhere yeah. else. And on one of those many menus. Um, I found one slot for a Hot Wheels car, and I didn't understand how you could get it, but I saw the logo. So, but I mean, like, that, that's 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 Not weird that. because like they, they've they've already done Hot Wheels DLC, it's and there's also mill. a Hot Wheels game out. Like it's you know, well, like, which, they, they which is Hot Wheels really unleashed. going for the jugular with that fucking uh, money grabbing DLC. By the way, like every really? week, it's like they're like, here's another five dollar pack of DC villain cars, and it's like. Man, the, game, <laughs> the game is like a month old homie like what's going yeah yeah jesus but yeah i mean like i, I mean that's, that's a game we still have to talk about as well i think but like um i've already like, I, I, played I all the time i want to play with that game and beat it like i beat the story mode of that hot wheels game and it was fun i just like kind of over it such yeah, a yeah. fucking missed opportunity with the track editor my god Children i, I didn't buy your game it and you made it that stupidly hard to figure out like it's it's <laughs> You have if if this is a game like ch- kids, little kids are gonna play. You have to make your track creator work, like, like easy yeah, to yeah, parse yeah. and stuff. It's it's chaos. It's such chaos. But we're getting off. But yeah, I mean, it ain't no force. But like, but but yeah, like Forza is it, it is like you know the racing is so good, the cars feel so good to drive that it's like I don't care that structurally it is like a complete mess of just. You know, num like stupid fucking like, you know, different goals going on at all these different times, and it's constantly measuring shit that I don't even know it's measuring, and like giving me awards for stuff, and I'm like, you know, I I, I it, like basically I those games are just like hugely positive experiences for me, like the Joe Pair of video games to me, where it's just like <laughs> I you know I don't need to worry about fucking like you know. GRPG grinding. I don't need to worry about fucking like some story or whatever. It's it's purely just like here's some really good fucking cars. You you can like just fawn over how beautiful this game looks <laughs> and uh, and you know like all this stuff and you can just fucking cruise through it and do whatever you want. Take part in all these fucking races um, and you can tune things exactly how you want and stuff. Um, and yeah, it's, it's it's just like I I, and uh, you know, yeah I, I I don't know I I I love doing the kind of you know the 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 really cool races and stuff like that they have, and I also like fucking driving to the airstrip and going the entire fucking way in my fastest car to see how far I can jump off the end, and I always end up going like a million fucking miles into the sky. Um, and then also there's drivatars, which um, are really funny. Because, like, 
because you're because you're my only friend on Xbox Live. <laughs> Every single race is is uh, it, like features me facing off against Nico. <laughs> like, um, and according and according to you, my drive avatar is a fucking asshole. It's your drive avatar is like really aggressive for some reason. <laughs> Cause I, cause like when I when I played against AI, I just like when when we're when we're coming up to a corner, like I'm like okay, I don't need to break because I can just like dunt into them and that'll slow me down. You <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I love that. I love that game very very dearly. Um, but yeah, I mean that's that that will definitely it'll definitely be on my game of the year list. Is um. I, I, you know, it's, it's weird. I remember, I remember when I put Forza Horizon 4 on my game of the year list in 2018, it was like, I, I got like quite a few comments like, really? When God of War didn't even make your list? And I'm like, yeah, because like, it, like there's this, this weird thing that I, 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 I saw it coming up as well. Like the, the game award nominees were released and voting has commenced for all that stuff. And like, I saw people talking about like, does Forza Horizon deserve to be on the Game of the Year list when there's all these other games that came out? And it's like, why? Because it's a racing game. Like, it's, <laughs> it doesn't deserve. Like, it can't be one of the best games of the year. Like, because it doesn't have like a stellar narrative or whatever. Like, I don't know. It's it's, it's weird, but um, yeah, I I I, I like. Forza is still like one of the most enjoyable game experiences I can have, and I've talked multiple times about how you know, like racing games specifically are like really good for me, like mentally, because <laughs> there's just there's so little equivocation in fucking you know start go fast and finish first, like that's a very pure challenge that I like a lot. So, um, yeah, I don't know, it's uh. It's kind of it's, it's it's a hard game to like really talk about because it's all just it's so like it's a it's a really good looking racing game <laughs> you know it's, and, it, and it feels really good too like that's kind of all you can really say about it I don't but like like we say also has like terrible fucking banter and I hate that you can't skip any of it like you have to fucking listen to these dweebs go on oh, for like also you know, they repeat themselves like like yeah, like they say yeah. the same quips where it's like oh they're uh. What was it? It was like, I did like two of the street racing openings and the lady said the same thing where it's like, yeah, they're mainstream now, but don't let them know that they, that's part of their cred. And I was like, that's the same line. You just have like, oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely that, that, that stuff could be, um, improved or eliminated entirely. Um, I don't need to hear about be- Ramiro saying my friend to me a hundred thousand fucking times. It's how he bookends his sentences. It's driving me crazy. (laughs) Yeah, He'll just be yapping at you while you're like shooting off a cliff, too. They have like no, they don't even like react. (laughs) They they, I don't know. It's just, yeah, yeah, less less dorkles, man. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm saying that that's what I've been playing. Because, uh, yeah, it's been a while since we've casted, so I'm trying to figure out, like, what I've actually been playing to... Oh, fuck! The GTA Remastered Trilogy! 
Yeah. Man, what a saga that was. Is oh, God. still going on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. That is a. Uh, that is. Like, one of the. Like, even more of a wild release than fucking Cyberpunk, because. At least Cyberpunk was like a new game. <laughs> it's like it wasn't a 20-year-old fucking game. Um, but like, this is the thing, like, so the GTA Remaster trilogy has, you know, been getting a lot of shit. Like, rightfully, it's it's a fucking mess. But like, I, like one, I still kind of found myself really enjoying going through those older games again. And two, I'm also really enjoying the jank. <laughs> like, it's like, it's, it's, it's the fucking, you know, like, it's the, it's the one that's been memed to death, but, like, you know, when you go into first person while CJ's on, on the fucking quad bike, and you just see his fucking dumb face. It's so like, chicken <laughs> 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 It's so funny. Like, but the game is, like, kind of full of stuff like that. Like, just, like, really terrible oh, character models. That apparently... <laughs> Uh, was actually always in the game. Oh, was that was that in the original? Yes. So apparently, that's a Grand Theft Auto Three glitch that just like nobody ever really picked up on. But I guess it became a very much more apparent in this. But uh, I was doing that myself. It's Holy hilarious. Shit. Like it is. <laughs> if you like lightly, like if you just kind of waggle the left joystick back and forth enough, like your car, like as you're driving and kind of do it slow enough. Your car, the front of your car, just expands and expands and expands. And it's like the geometry of the vehicle is just like, it's, you could you could become two lanes wide. It, it's so fucking funny. <laughs> it's like, it, like it, it kind of, it, like your car gets squished but also stretched out. It's it's weird. It's like it's 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 like there's just a fucking like cube crusher above your car that's invisible at all times. It's oh so good, um, man. But yeah, I, it, so I like. It's weird. I'm, like, playing through GTA 3, and I'm not gonna lie, like, half the time I'm having fun, you know? It's, like, GTA 3. Like, I have this, some nostalgia for that game, but it's, like, literally me going, like, oh, I remember this mission cut with, like, oh my god, what the fuck? Did I just hit a brick wall that isn't there? Like, like yeah, stuff like that. And it's, like, <laughs> literally, like, like, I'm trying to think. There's, there's a bunch of these missions. Also, my god, these cars explode in, like, two seconds. Like, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, never, yeah. I never realized how many missions in GTA 3 were, drive this car and don't scratch it. Like, yeah. <laughs> fuck! Like, this is like the, 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 the mission design in these games is really, like, I mean, it, it kind of says a lot that it kind of hasn't moved on from that, like, in, in a real sense, even up to, like, GTA 5. Like, GTA 5 is still kind of, op- like, the mechanics are slightly tightened up, but it's still just like drive here or shoot this person or drive. Yeah, they, they just have more tech to kind of reskin right. it in something that gets your attention away from the fact that you're doing, you know, like, like, like whoa, you got to kill these guys, but it, don't worry, you smoked weed and now they're aliens, you know, like it's stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. all right, that's funny, but. Yeah, I mean, but the, th- the thing is, like, weirdly, the thing that stands out to me about these older games is, is like, how the world design, like the, the the how the world opens up to you in each of these games is is a lot better than it is in GTA Five. Like GTA Five is 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 a very like it feels like a very aimless game to me. 
and like and part of that is in the narrative where you've got fucking Michael who's who has ostensibly achieved everything he's like he's essentially like beaten a GTA game like Michael's on top and he is drastically unhappy and then you have a character like Franklin come along and like Franklin's trying to like work his way up through the ranks like you do in a GTA game um but like that that storyline gets fucking thrown to the wayside as soon as Trevor comes in and it just becomes like this this really kind of weird fucking like messy fucking thing and the entire world is open to you from the get go um whereas like in 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 the original like in those like in the trilogy you know there's always some kind of like oh there's bad weather over the bridge so you've got to keep it to this area for now Ugh. like you see, the thing is, like, I like that. I actually think that's like kind of cool. Like, cause, cause it it makes it feel like okay, we're actually like building up a reputation and taking things over and getting access to more and more things. And in Vice City, that gives you access to like the the places you can buy and everything. And you know, like missions you can do for different companies and like you work, you you build your reputation in all these companies. Like, it really does convey that feeling of like. Okay, we're we're like working our way towards something from the bottom, as opposed to GTA Five, where it's just kind of like, well, we kind of have everything, so let's just do whatever the fuck. Let's go smoke weed and shoot some aliens or something. Like, um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's uh, that always so, sounds so, yeah, more I, interesting than just playing GTA nowadays, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it, like I I I don't know I. Like I, I, I am very nostalgic for those worlds, obviously, but it's like um I you know, I, I, I do think on a structural level they function better. Like that that stuff about like unlocking more portions of the world, like I, it, I like it, it in three it, because you're the reason that bridge is closed. Yes, yeah, yeah, totally, that, yeah, that, yeah, that, that sure. was always cool. I know a place where we can lay low, brother. Man, that <laughs> it's funny like how I I was like talking along with that cutscene, even though it's been years since I played that, like, I know that cutscene just back to front. Yeah, like, yeah, I played it yeah. so much as a kid. It's, it was the same with Vice City, yeah. where it's... Yeah, yeah, it was the same with Vice City, where it's like, and fake shovel shit in my face. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like a fucking, like, lawyer going like that, you know, it's, uh... Ah, it's, it's all that kind of... Yeah, there's there's just lines that are just burned into my fucking skull. <laughs> um, uh, because I, I played the shit out of those games when I was younger, but... I don't know. Yeah, it's it, like it, there is there is a definite like warmth that I feel to those games, even though I feel yeah, I feel like it's more it was more excusable back then that you have like this massive these massive open worlds, and what you do in them essentially comes down to like drive here, shoot person, drive here, you know, deliver bomb or whatever. It, it, when you get to like GTA Five and you're still doing that, it's it's like. Okay, what are we doing here? Like, I, 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 I can't imagine what a GTA Six is going to look like. Um, you know, but I, I don't fucking know. Let's get into it'll stuff, be GTA but. Five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but <laughs> four characters this <laughs> time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. It's it, like I, I think those, um. Like what? What's been surprising to me is like how quickly I've been blasting through like Vice City and stuff like that. Like even doing like the kind of side stuff and everything. Like you know, it's only taken like a few hours to get 
like a, a substantial way through the story of that game. Like it's, uh, I, I just remember it being like a, a much more like vast thing when I was younger, like to actually get different missions and get to all these different characters. That's because or you're no Maybe. longer stopping to kill endless NPCs with cheat code <laughs> weapons for five hours in between missions. Yeah. And you're point, not just yeah. using the game as a toy for a sleepover to show your friends how, <laughs> how look at dude, you can kill people until the National Guard shows up, you know, like like Yeah. You you can fucking like you can just hold the fucking chainsaw in them and they'll just fucking just go. Dude, you can, you can you can have sex with that prostitute. And then she'll take your money, <laughs> and get your money right back. I remember, I remember, like the thing that happened with me was that my mum walked in when I was playing Vice City as I was like driving a chainsaw into someone on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that fucking like brutal, like he fucking like like swings it over his head, fucking like Leatherface style. Like, Come just, on, like, Matt, it's a Scarface homage. Come on. <laughs> and she was like. I, I think I made a mistake <laughs> with this game. It's like, um, so yeah. I don't My know, parents are uh, really cool about like most like mature games, but yeah, Grand Theft Auto was the one where if my parents like caught like a fraction of it, they were like, man, I don't know if I should have bought this for you. They said that a lot during four. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, I don't know. It was uh, like, yeah, I, I don't know. Like which one, which one is your like favorite out of that trilogy? Oh, I'm a San Andreas boy, through and through. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm from yeah, Southern I'm California. Insane. That's that's our game, man. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I mean, I I played I played Vice City first, and I've played that the most because I figured that that would benefit most from the remaster, which it does. You know, it's like you know you have a lot of like really great lighting going on and stuff, and the color palette of that game it really works well, but like. I don't know, San Andreas was always the one that people were like, oh, it got too wacky. But I'm like, it's a fucking GTA game. Like, what are you, what are you, what are you wanting from? always wacky, yeah. <laughs> Have you played GTA 3, which is like a parody of just Italian people? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Like, all those guys are like cartoon characters. Yeah, yeah, go get my girl, Misty, yeah. It's like, what the, like... <laughs> like, that guy sounds like Joe Pesci, the cartoon, the movie. Based on the game, you know, like, he sounds like <laughs> the fact that that one guy is literally just Tony Soprano with his mom yelling at you. Yeah, all the time. yep. <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 like I I I don't know. Like three is the one that like my you know I didn't have myself, but like my pals had it, and I, so I I played a shit ton of it around my around my friends' houses. So, like, I didn't actually, like, play through the, the entire story of 3 until later on, um, but, three, uh, three, first time, well, 3 was, like, a big, like, 3 was, like, one of the first times I ever felt like I, as a, as a kid playing video games, I th felt like I had come into possession of some sort of contraband, or, like, <laughs> so, like, like, I felt like, holy shit, like, this is, like, gritty and dirty, like, this is, whoa, yeah, like, yeah. you know, like, the, the 2000s were in full swing, so, like, yeah, yeah. You know, I had, I had Limp Biscuit playing on the boombox behind me, and the most mature game I played up to that point was Driver Two or something. You know, so like, <laughs> really, I really was feeling adult. And uh, <laughs> I, I, I just, I, I just, I, yeah, I just remember like my 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 friend going to me like, and you can kill the cop, and then when he's down, you can beat him up even more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like, always remember people going, "Look, right. you just stomp on him, and it makes more blood." And I was like, "Whoa, that's like real <laughs> life." As if I knew. 
about shit like that at the age of eight or nine. You know, it was like, what? Yeah, this is just like real life. It's this guy who's in third grade. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. This, this happens all the time this when my day to day. more money yeah. appears. <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, I mean, like that, that was, you know, I, I remember seeing photos of that in, in magazines that I was reading and stuff. And I was like, wait, this is. They made that 3D now, like, what? That was, like, that That was, that was, like, weirdly, it was that and, um, the, the photos of the Spider-Man movie game, um, that <laughs> yeah. came out in that time where I was like, That's a big one. holy shit, games can look like this now? Like, it, it, it was, and then it was, you know, getting your, like, when my pal said, like, I got GTA 3, uh, or, you know, uh, and I was just like, <gasps> you know, it, 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 like because I knew my parents would never buy it for me. And then, like, I, I remember, uh, do you ever have a guy sleep over and be like, "Yo, bring that game, but you can't show yeah, it around yeah, my parents"? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah totally. My parents sleep and like, all right, bring it out, and you just pull out that fucking <laughs> box art. It looks like a comic book. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you'd you'd, you'd finish watching fucking uh, Wonder Shows or whatever, and then you I, just um, put on GTA Three. See, when GTA Three came out, I was not allowed to get it right because I was like only in third grade maybe just yeah. in the fourth but my dad had recently married um someone and i had two step siblings who were both older and shittier than ah. <laughs> and they uh one of them got the fucking gta3 for christmas while i got crash bandicoot wrath of cortex right because of the age <laughs> dynamic yeah uh, not i not to knock crash Bandicoot. i was in my crash bandicoot like phase of living and breathing that shit i had yet to jack and dax yeah. which really flung that shit to a new area but <laughs> gta3 i was like yeah like that older step sibling did that older brother shit where he's just kind of like you can't play this i'm like why he's like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's mine and i'm like fuck you <laughs> i don't live here most of the time um but when shit was going and my dad and this woman got a divorce eventually that's a whole other story um but <laughs> I remember as soon as I knew shit was hitting the fan, right? Uh, that kid wasn't at the house, my ex stepbrother, and I ran into the room and I knew where he kept GTA Three because, of course, I did. And uh, <laughs> and I fucking grabbed that thing and I just yanked out that disc and threw it in my disc holder and was like, "He's totally just gonna come in here and not look at this and grab this." And I am keeping his fucking game, and I did. And to this day, I still got the disc. Oh, I win. Hell. <laughs> that's so good yeah. <laughs> oh christ <laughs> how's las vegas without your copy of gta 3 you fucking fart of a yeah. human <laughs> you're gonna have to wait until san andreas to to get a, a taste of oh he probably vegas. played san andreas and given the way this guy was he was probably saying horrible things while playing that game just to give you an idea of what person this dude was i'm going uh, yeah like you know he's, he's going around like you would have been like whoa did i just did i just log on to twitch.com because someone is just screaming the gamer word over and over if, if you that's probably what you think he wasn't a good person is what i'm trying to say. yeah exactly yeah oh man but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I, yeah, I I, I I don't know. Like, yeah, GTA Three was the one that I played with my friends. Vice City, I kind of like played with my pals as well a lot. But it, it's, San Andreas was like a solitary experience. It was like that was the one where I was like, 
Yes, this is mine. <laughs> I, San I Andreas my was own... the toy box game for me and my friends. I remember I got it when I was staying at my friend's house for two weeks and we were working on an avocado farm, which I'm allergic to avocados. But the pay was good. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, remember, I remember the... Yeah, yeah, me yeah. I remember that. This was the lady that... um said uh well that she gave us machete this is a side story but i have to tell this because this always makes me laugh um, <laughs> is that um we were we were just supposed to like hack away at the vegetation kind of making life harder for the avocado trees you know just kind of weeding stuff out and she gave us these two big mach- machetes we did our job in like two seconds because it's really easy and then for the rest of it she had all these lemon trees and we were just going like Wah! you know like in like like doing like you know, <laughs> you know how junior high kids are like pretending you're a fucking sa- like unsheathing it and going swish really quickly and sheathing it yeah. again trying to be all like screaming and going, and then like and like cutting a <laughs> cutting a lemon in half while it hangs off a tree and that lady was like a crazy rich lady she walked by and said whoa look at these these lemons are growing weird like when she saw the the half cut and like she legitimately thought there was like a weird thing going on with her lemons I, i'll just never forget that but as an aside <laughs> these lemons that, these lemons are, these lemons are growing in weirdly sliced <laughs> yeah like, like well they're, i'm growing half lemons and like they're half open on one side. it's like like i don't know she's crazy but yeah so with that money i got um that was like the summer that it went 20 bucks brand new so it was like the red label and uh i got that and basically it was just like this game we turned on and Usually we'd run around, get CJ really, really fat, and then make him do a bunch of BMX tricks. And then, yeah. like, and then you'd be like, oh, like, it'd be pretty funny if we could, like, get hit by this train on the bike, you know, and stuff like that. And then, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we were just in awe that you could make him so fat. <laughs> See, I was the opposite. I tried to get him as jacked as fucking possible. Well, then, like, then, then we found I, the, the, the cheat code for max out all sex appeal. Uh, which makes it so like every woman on the street is just like yeah, harassing yeah, you basically run, when yeah. you walk. <laughs> but it's like I like I like that also you can do max max muscle and max fat. Yeah. So you can just be like this like like this bulbous ball of muscle. It's, it's like it's great. Um, Amateur sumo wrestler CJ reporting. For- <laughs> He's learning. It's just it's like whenever I fucking. Whenever I start that game again and I do the fucking mission where you and Ryder go to rob the fucking pizza place or whatever, I just instinctually, whenever I go to like a restaurant in those games, I just hit X as much as I can to buy as much food as I can to throw up. So it's like, so just like as Ryder's about to like fucking rob the place and it goes to the cutscene, you just see CJ in the background going, because <laughs> he's just like, downed about like 10 fucking pizzas but uh yeah it's great it's really fucking fun game i i I just to the people who beforehand were like oh that graphical style looks great (laughs) what are you saying now now that we can see it and the fact that rain is somehow in the foreground and in the background of things while it goes on and i just like i don't know the people were like ah you're being narrow-minded not liking this it's like no it looks bad. It looks like somebody just applied a bunch of mods to it and didn't even check how it looked. It looks bad, dude. Like it's well, well that's but that's the thing that 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 is like that's a remaster thing. That's not. I mean, like the original, the originals, like th- those those like character models and stuff, like they were excusable because it was you know like you're on the fucking PS2 and you had these massive worlds <sighs> going on and it's like so yeah it's like I I could excuse that but it's like now. 
when you have these remasters and like yeah like the fucking rain effects and stuff like it's fucking nuts like it's it's like unplayable at points because the fucking rain is so stupid it's just like better looking bad graphics it's like the same graphics to my eyes but someone just like went over them with a shoe buffer or something it's just like 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 shiny gta like whoa yeah yeah it's the weird it was so weird seeing characters with like fingers like as opposed to just like they all had like claw hands before <laughs> it's uh um yeah I, I don't know for some reason it was just like weird seeing these kind of like weird sausage things and you and there were like people posting like photos of like the way they've done fingernails is that they're kind of like hanging off the sides of the fucking fingers and everything like and there's things with like a, a guy there's like San Andreas guy wearing a hoodie where it's got like a nine on it, but it's like there's the clear outline of a seven. seven. <laughs> I just I, I I want to be clear that I am this is not directed at like the the people who had to work on this game because for all and from what I have read and heard, it, I would not want to work at Rockstar personally, and it's not the people in the actual trenches' fault. It's like I I, I just. Like, shame on the business people who pushed this out. I, don't, I just, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, 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 yeah for someone sure. Someone yeah, needs yeah, to have their face rubbed in this. And it's not like the people who worked on it, not even the people who did the graphics I'm not into. It's like someone who just saw this and went, like, oh, this is great. They'll love this shit. They'll buy this. And it's just like, fuck that guy. It's, Whoever that it's, was. It's, it's, <laughs> but it's a fact as well that, like, before this, like, Rockstar was taking down fucking mods and they took down the original games. For, from sale and they, like, they were spikes, they, basically like what the yeah, fuck they, they, is they, and now they're they, with they their tail issuing... between their legs bringing them back but only on their shitty browser thing launcher uh, yeah thing, exactly like. yeah but yeah and, that, and that's the thing like they, they'd issued so many fucking cease and desist to all these modders that made the older games like really playable and well you know optimized and stuff um but it's like yeah and, and then you know you, you're like rockstar you're going through their fucking stupid fucking launcher like on PC was just down. Like, like it's terrible. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Day one on PC. Blip doesn't work. Good job. Good yeah. Job. Like, and, and for like and for two days after that, it was like two days. You you, you you can't you can't play these games that you like. And to be clear, like the price of this trilogy, like it was fucking like fifty quid or something. Uh, it's, it, like absurdly Chaos. priced. It's it, like and the fact like the fact I'd paid that money. Like you know I can justify it because you know I, I like. I've got a video coming out on the old GTA games and we stuff. We are going to talk like so much about this game that I, too, was like, I can write this one off because like, <laughs> we are going to, like, we. I, I pulled the trigger full price on this stupid fucking thing because I had to, I had to wade in to battle with everybody else. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's like, I have to be yeah, a part yeah. of this, like, wow, they really did this. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I have to be. I want to be flabbergasted, shoulder to shoulder with my brothers and shit. I guess, like, like you know, it's like, by <laughs> God, like, what are they doing? Like, just like, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, like it's, so, like, it's like so fun being at this funeral. I guess is what I'm saying. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it, like I, I don't know. It's it, and the, like the reason they took it down was because there were just a bunch of songs in there that like oh, they, they left they, the hot they, coffee mod in there too. Not like you had yeah. two decades to get that out of one of your builds of the game. Also, and, is, uh, given how Steam the, is nowadays, Hot Coffee mod would be so tame. Like, but that's, that's, that's the thing. That, that yeah. was that, it. Kind of had this weird moment where people were like, "Oh my god, it has the Hot Coffee mod in it!" Like, how how could they fuck this up so badly? It's like, you know, it kind of and there was like there was a kind of contingent of that where it was like the Hot Coffee mod. That's 
that's what fucked this game before. Like, how, how you know, how, how could they let something so sickening get in the game or whatever? And I'm like, like you say, like, they're selling porn on Steam. <laughs> you know, I literally got a game the other day called Hentai Halloween Puzzle Boobs. <laughs> Were we not doing so, fucking? Was, was, was that a, what was the feature we were doing for like one episode? Where I don't know. Twilight of the Porn Games. Now that's coming back. That, so that only <laughs> sprung out because I literally had no good ideas left for segments, and I was like, "Well, I actually about a porn game." So, but um, hey, if you liked the porn game segments, you're gonna love Game of the Year with the Golden Cock Award. <laughs> uh, award name still pending, but yeah, it's a. T- t- where I find out, <laughs> hey, which one, of these, which one of these porn games actually functions as a game? Yeah, then, then, then we'll get the golden cumpkin. Actually, it's funny that, that that's one of the that's one of the categories where I don't have to really wrestle with myself on it. I know exactly who the winner of that is, but I won't tell you until that episode. <laughs> but there has been best porn game of 2021. <laughs> oh man. The used uh, napkin award goes to <laughs> the, the hard sock. Um, <laughs> hard sock. Uh, Jack Link's Tricky presents Golden Jack Rag Award. <laughs> oh, the Spike TV fuck- Penis Award. <laughs> speaking of fucking. Speaking speaking of a fucking like cum rag of a video game, it's fucking. I played that new Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much like an old Monster Energy drink shirt covered in jizz. That's that's a good way to describe that series. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, an axe body spray and some guy screaming at his mom to stop telling him to stop playing fucking shooter games all day. Yeah, uh, exactly. It's what's the that, that, why? What's the story on this one? What year does it take place in? Who's in charge? Which old white or, guy do you have to kill slowly with a knife at the end, Hamish? What happens? <laughs> you? Oh no! Did I guess the, the fucking of the ending? Oh. <laughs> did a guy go? You wouldn't understand, son. I'm doing this for the world, and then you kill him after he kills no, your other friends, and then. It's it's more that um like the the nat like this this Nazi has decided that um he's he's establishing the Fourth Reich and uh, and he's like oh you know well you you corner him essentially and he's like well I'll get you know and and you're like we can't kill him because we need him for information and stuff um and then he's he's like ah you know I'll 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 live a I'll live a great life in in the in the states or whatever and uh, you know. Like kind of rubbing it in their faces, and then they just kind of go, "Oh fuck it," and just stab them. Um, it's uh, in fact, no, no, actually, no, 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 they don't. Is, is no, this they they do stab one Nazi official. This one they fucking set him on fire. Um, and I'm sorry, I just spoiled the ending of fucking Call of Duty Vanguard for you. Like, is this just is sounds the, like they they just like are trying to be Wolfenstein now. Like, well, like, it, like, 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 like the, the way well, so, the way that that cutscene sounds, it's like, oh no, lol, let's just set them on fire. It's, like, it's, 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 it's got none of the the kind of schlocky fun of of Wolfenstein, um, where like so, like so, so, so like Call of Duty Vanguard, it's following up after 
Black Ops Cold War, which like you know that that game, you know, is is a is a Call of Duty game, but like I I made a video on it on on black on Black Ops Cold War where I was like, you know what? In terms of like a Call of Duty campaign, it's actually really fun. Like it's you know, it is like the best paced roller coaster ride that you 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 can likely go on with a Call of Duty game. And um, does it um do the characters ever stop to ask? Am I just as bad? Am I War Man just as bad as Evil War Man? Do they do that? <laughs> no. <laughs> like, uh, no, but no. It's so, so what they do. So in Vanguard, anyway, they um, like they're 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 very, you know, they're very keen to like be like, you know, they, they'll show like you know the Nazi the Nazi guy like. You know, saying saying something like really racist to the kind of your your black kind of commanding officer or whatever, and and they'll be like, "Man, that that Nazi was so racist or whatever." And it's like, you know, they they really make a point of like hammering home how racist the Nazis were, and it's like, <laughs> sorry, like, that's just yeah, like sorry, we, I just we, never I, knew I, that. Yeah, sorry, that's, well, yeah, that was just yeah, such yeah, news yeah, to me. Like, I exploded laughing because I was so ignorant that I, I didn't yeah, know that. I mean, you just told like it's. It's it's literally like you know like we've got to stick it to these racists, and it's like yeah like it, yeah I know that like the 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 racists they're fucking Nazis like like you know it, 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 you know you, you can have a game like Wolfenstein where you're just like like there there's there's the understanding that Nazis are fucking terrible, and you know and and like. You know the only good Nazis, a dead Nazi is fucking like Wolfenstein's is Wolfenstein's approach. You know it's like that. That's that's fine. You don't need to explain. Like it feels like they're very much trying to uh, like uh, uh, they're they're trying to do it through this kind of like weird fucking like girl boss character who like everyone is like she's the best thing to happen to Call of Duty in like fucking ages. And I'm like, she's who she's are really, these people? <laughs> I, I I don't I don't know. Like, it's like, like what Call of Duty fan was like? Damn, we need more girl boss tropes in this shit. Like it's it's because it's, 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 it's really it's it's like you know like we're like um you know like we're 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 counting on you uh fucking what's her face and you know like she's like as it should be you know it's it's like. Come on, we get it. You know, it's like, like, come on, just Most fucking bomb the tank. Or Soap Matavish is actually the main character, but if you look closely, it's actually Peggy Olson. Like, what? what? <laughs> this never happened. What? 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 It's it's, like, it's really it's it's, what it's a very weird narrative thing for COD to do. It's like it's not the I, I, thing itself yeah. that's bugging me. It's just the fact that COD's doing this, and it's obviously the most cynical shit ever. Like, it's like yeah, yeah, ex- exactly, exactly. You know like, they're just it's, it's doing fi- this because they got yeah. yelled at or something, and they don't actually yeah, vibe yeah. with this stuff whatsoever. They just like are doing it because they know that they should be doing it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. Off Call of Duty, yeah, it's, like, it's, 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 exactly. That's that's the thing. It's like there's there's nothing. There's not an earnest bone in that fucking game's body. As much as the writers are like, you know, like we we have, you know, we we have like three more stories in the Vanguard timeline to tell. It's like, don't fucking tell them. They're they're all like this was fucking rubbish. Like they're try like they tried to make the argument that Call of Duty hasn't really had iconic characters or whatever. And I'm like, I don't know, I kinda disagree with that, but it's like, you know, your character if that's your argument, these your characters are not any better. <laughs> like there's like the wisecracking American pilot going up going like, you know, kind of teaming up with the, you know, the the kind of 
the, the well-spoken English gentleman captain guy and the kind of the, the, the Russian sniper woman or whatever, the, the, the nightingale. Um, and, uh, and it's all it, like, it, it, so it basically is it, like, I've seen people, I saw people like, oh, it's really, like, it's really drawn from like inglorious bastards. And I'm like, no, no, it's not. It's like, it's you're like, your, your, your band, your band of fucking heroes has none of the fucking, the, the charm of the, of the bastards. It's like, you know, cause it's like, basically they, they find themselves in a jail and it's like, uh, you know, and they're, and they're kind of trying to figure a way out while also like each level is kind of, a, 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 like going into the backstory of each character and everything. Um, but it's like, you know, for one, like none of the characters, I couldn't tell you a single fucking like, you know, thing about any of these characters outside of like, oh, one guy can carry more grenades, or this person snipes better, or something like that, or like it's um, but it's also like it's 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 so terrible from a storytelling perspective, not just because it it feels the need to explain to you that Nazis were racist and all that kind of stuff, like this really obvious shit, like it, it it's it's like. It will explain twists to you, and then try to play them off as twists. Like it's, it's like, oh, we had a plan to, to, to trick the, you know, the, the Nazis thought they were on top, but we had a plan to, to trick them. Um, and it's like, and they try to play it off as if, like, you know, they, they take a guy off for interrogation, and like, and and he's and he appears to be like selling out your crew and everything like that. But of course, this is part of the twist that they just explained. And then there's, but they still tried to play it off as like, oh, you know, they, they do the kind of musical sting and it's like, oh no, this, this, this wasn't how you thought it was. And it's like, but you just told us a minute ago that there's a twist. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, it's, it's so poorly done on every conceivable level. It's also one of the buggiest fucking like COD games I've played in so long where like the AI, like AI has never been good in COD. Like, you know, it's just a fucking like dumb single player campaign where you just shoot a bunch of enemies or whatever, but, like, here they will actively, like, stare at you in the face, turn away from you, fire at nothing, and just let you, like, let you just do what do what you want with them and everything, and then they'll just, there'll be enemies fucking, like, flying up in the sky or whatever, just, like, walking across, like, on top of the heads of, of your comrades or whatever. It's, it's, it's like, a, a remarkably poorly put together video game. It's one of the most boring fucking Call of Duty games I can remember in recent times. The the multiplayer is, I, I played like two matches of it, it is chaotic to the point that I can't tell what the fuck's going on. Um, yeah, I haven't it's just, played it's just, Call of Duty multiplayer since Infinite War, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Infinite Warfare, and I remember it was just like, Titanfall light. Well, yeah, like I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I haven't been like I, I used to. I used to play a lot of like Call of Duty online and stuff. Um, back in like the fucking Modern Warfare two days and stuff. But it was, um, you know, I, I, I kind of, I don't, I don't have a lot of time for that kind of game nowadays. But also, like, if I'm going to play that kind of game, I'm gonna play Titanfall two. You know, <laughs> like it's like a game that does it really fucking well. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I, I I just I don't know. I don't really know what the thought process behind this game was. I don't like. I I don't see it having any fucking legs. I really don't know where the fuck they go from here. Um, but yeah, it's just a fucking yeah. 
bad, bad fucking video game. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know. Um, other than that, I mean, I've, I've, def- I've, I've been playing. I've, I've been playing a bunch of PS Five shit, but like for for the video or whatever. Wow! But, um, look at this rich guy over here. <laughs> yeah, analyzing the dual sense. I played a bunch of Death Stranding, and um, and it turns out when you skip all the fucking story bullshit, <laughs> you, you like that game's actually okay. It's like, um, except for when you're fighting bosses or doing stealth, when you're walking. When you're walking in that game, it's quite fun. I remember the gunplay uh, in that game being like dead easy. Like it felt like they like turned off. So yeah, yeah. Like 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 they just like turned off them being remotely smart about making those sections hard for you. I was gonna try yeah, that. Yeah. I was actually gonna run that this weekend on my PC because I I picked it up on Steam. Just the normal. Or I think that's the only ver- the sorry the Steam yeah, digital yeah. version. Mm-hmm. Uh, where I probably I assume that just means Kojima paid someone like eighty bucks so that it, Sam Burgess has like a hat that says Valve on it or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you can get the cyberpunk stuff. Yeah, so that so that Sam Bridges looks up and goes, "Huh, oh, how about that Gabe Duel, right?" Or something. You know, it's just like oh, cool. <laughs> there's a one in nine chance now that instead of calling him BB, they'll call him Gabe. Uh, yeah, they, they they changed uh, uh, Guillermo del Toro's model with Gabe Newell. <laughs> we need another famous fat guy. We need Gabe. <laughs> we ran out of the rights to use del Toro. I guess we need Gabe Newell works. He just won the award for being the greatest hardware of all time or something. <laughs> what, what he... I know that's not exactly. what the award said, but uh, but I like to think I, I like briefly read like the headline and I and I misread it as Gabe Newell wins best hardware. And I'm just going to pretend like... <laughs> The Golden Joystick Awards gave him like best piece of hardware, like as if he is a machine. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, well, they, they've been messing with all kinds of fucking like brain tech or whatever. Apparently, so who knows? He might actually be the best hardware after after a t- certain. He time. made the logical decision to move to another country. We don't got to pay taxes as hard, so that's yeah, the exactly. computer of him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's a smart computer right there. <laughs> that's <not> a joke. I <laughs> uh, it's um. Yeah, so I I don't know. It's uh, I, well, yeah, Death Stranding. It's uh, yeah, that game's that game's pretty fun when you when you don't have to care about any fucking dumb bullshit that goes along with that game. That is numerous. Man, um, Hamish, what happened to you, man? You used to love the dumb bullshit of Kojima. This is why we're here. I, I, is to hear a guy yeah, go, "Hey, I heard about rope," and then some guy goes, <laughs> "Rope," and then he goes, "Yeah, rope," and they go, "What's rope?" and then it and then it goes from there, and then it's like, "Hell yeah." This is the bullshit. And then there's, but there's 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 no like, there, like there's there's zero fucking like visually exciting component to it. But even even well, if you're taking true. it in the con, even if you're taking it in the context of like, well, you know, there's plenty of codec calls where the, that bullshit happened before. It's also like, like, I don't know, is the the fact that you have the same conversation about rope fucking ten times from the same fucking person, and there's nothing new that's learned, and it like and. And it, and it amounts with you having to go through and do this really daft fucking stealth section with the, the stupid fucking BBs or do like a boss battle with this oil whale that never had a chance of hitting you or anything like that. It's, it's <laughs> like, it, it, it's, you know, the, the Metal Gear, so I, I've been playing the Metal Gear games like recently because my next video is on fucking Metal Gear Solid 2. Um, like yeah, there's 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 a there's a way to deliver dumb bullshit that doesn't actually that doesn't actively get in the way of 
a game's strengths or whatever. If there's, if there's um, one game that knows dumb bullshit, it's Metal Gear Solid 2. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. And and I said it once and I'll say it again. It's my favorite Metal Gear game. I say this as a man who has been going through Metal Gear Solid 3 again in preparation for this video. Metal Gear Solid 2 is the better one. Incorrect. But we don't have time <laughs> to get into this. Balls, 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 balls. That's what I have to say to that. I got a ring in there last night. Oh, dude, four strength, four stam leather belt. Ah, oh, drop your pants. Drop your pants. Yeah, as you can tell, we've got a lot more sounds on the board this time around. Oh yeah, so many. We, we barely used them in the fucking like. Like, we're kind of getting to like the end of the cast now. Washing <laughs> forward, hypocritic and hypnotic computers. Um, that's the that's so minute. Yeah, it's so funny. Computers. <laughs> was it by Barbara's? Was it the Barbara line? I can't fucking remember what that was. Barbarism, by Barbara's, Barbarism by Barbara's. Barbarism by Barbara's. <laughs> Brand new spanking deals. Victorious, um, victorious, Neil. Brand new spanking deals. <laughs> I've always wanted to be able to harmonize with my boy Surge in real time. And now. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I I played BYOB for a fucking um school music la, la, exam la, 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 once. La, 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 la. Yes. <laughs> it was uh, like, uh, uh yeah, I was I was just um I, I I didn't I didn't have the backing of the fucking track playing. Nice. So I was just so I was just in this room with the fucking music teacher just fucking playing BYOB on my fucking guitar. I, I, <laughs> know, I had a friend who played Chop Suey on drums, but he just played the song and just drummed loudly over it for a talent show. <laughs> and it was kind of extremely sloppy and I just remember after that everyone clapped politely and then a girl I was sitting next to went man he's like really hot <laughs> it's like a response to that and I was going to be like man I'm I'm screwed <laughs> I remember a vivid memory when I was like 13 of thinking that like man if that is what impresses people I can't do shit <laughs> exactly <laughs> I mean, my my thing used to be that I I could play every single System of a Down song ever recorded on guitar. See, that <laughs> would just like, see in my in my school that would just impress like like a kid that you probably shouldn't be hanging out with on the weekends. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Like it, heard it, animals it, it, it or something, but like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like oh, you're you're not you're not fucking wrong there. It's like, yeah. it's, <laughs> like uh, that was that was not that was not the the the, the, the that was that wasn't the chick magnet. <laughs> like. Um, you know, I, I, I envisioned when I started playing guitar. <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah, you're born in the wrong generation for um, being that bard that plays Van Halen songs for women and wins them <laughs> over. That, that was really an 80s dude. Yeah, exactly. You know what? Maybe like, never existed ever. <laughs> Maybe we should just come yeah. to terms with that as guitar players. You know what? Yeah. Nobody was ever that cool. Maybe, Maybe electric guitar. Are really you're a vandal. Like... <laughs> Yeah, an, an, an audio vandal. An, an um, electric twanger, as my grandpa once put it. <laughs> it's great. 
a fucking great way of describing the fucking electric guitar. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, um ah, it turns out when when you when you know how to play all the songs by a fucking new metal band, it doesn't really doesn't really Can I give like, a can I give a pro tip to the to the to the lads coming up? Uh the young kids coming up in the world? Alright, Never Meant by American Football. You don't play that for girls, dude. Seriously. That's cringe city. <laughs> I'm sorry you missed the window when that was okay to put on a mixtape for a girl. It's over. It's it's too far. Uh, it's gone too far. A bunch of weird problematic weirdos are now into that song. Um, I'm sorry it's over. You playing that on guitar will impress nobody but your jazz teacher. And you know what? That guy's impressed by you just loving music, so he's not a good gauge. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah that'll so, impress fucking... That'll, that'll impress fucking, like, um, weirdos, like... Weird fucking um, people who are like, who who enjoy summer vibes on no YouTube. No girl's gonna get down um, for you. Also playing a song where the entire lyrical content is, man, we should get together. But what's the point, man? It's never meant, you know. Like, like there's like so like, <laughs> yeah. so check yourself before you wreck yourself, Midwestern emo kids. Because <laughs> I wish I had someone to tell me that when I was your age and living. Not in the Midwest. <laughs> it also turns out no, like. Not only being able to play everything by System of a Down, but also knowing everything about System of a Down um, doesn't uh, doesn't help your cause or anything like that. Like being being obsessive about a band, it's not it's not, it's not like it's not not a shortcut to being well liked. It's, it's not a personality. Um, no. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so that's uh, my uh, System of a Down. Just my own regrets, um, but uh, yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I kind of like. I feel like that's a pretty like natural stopping point for the podcast. <laughs> Just uh, unless you you have anything you want to talk about in terms of games you've been playing. Oh shit! Yeah, we got to talk about one. Oh yeah, uh, fucking inscription. Oh fucking yeah! Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I okay. beat inscription. Um, I believe you have not beat inscription, correct? I no, I have not. No. Okay, so I can't talk much about it, but <laughs> um, this is one thousand percent what I would call like the sleeper hit of the year. I think is is right, really okay. good. Um, it is based in card games, but it's 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 a super easy to learn card game. Uh, and at any time you can bring up the rules. It mixes in like kind of escape room stuff with these card games mixed with kind of like a roguelike thing, but it is all like, it is masterfully being executed um, in a way that few roguelikes ever are. Um, and the story is cool. Um, it's kind of got a vibe of like a creepypasta that's not horrible. Like, you know, I, I feel like just calling something yeah, creepypasta yeah. devalues it. But uh, like, like, what if that type of scary storytelling was handled actually decently by someone who wasn't like a teenager with a YouTube account. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Really good, cool graphical style. Um, the music is banging. I love that sound. One of the few times after I've finished a game, I go to the Steam page and just buy the soundtrack for the game. Uh, yeah, I love it. Yeah. I cannot say enough good things about this game, but you will have to wait and tune in to yes. the game of the year because I will then be gushing <laughs> Spoiler City about this. Afterwards, um, yeah. I mean, I, I yeah. was, I, I, I tried playing a bit of it, and I was just like not in the right mindset for it. But um, you gotta, uh, yeah. There's a little bit of a 
just like there, there is like an intro of the game and you'll you'll kind of know when you're out of the intro and then kind of in like the the rotation and in the meat of it and then once you're in there it gets pretty addicting like but yeah, yeah the beginning yeah. um don't be scared off by it being a card game it's not magic the gathering it's got like elements of like probably Yu-Gi-Oh and magic the gathering in terms of board setup and stuff but the, yeah, the game yeah, uh-huh. itself is very its own thing and it's very actually like a really cool game like i actually really like this card game like i would play this physically i mean mm-hmm. minus the you know the kind of weird uh yank out your fucking tooth mechanics and stuff but uh, i'm getting ahead <laughs> of myself but uh yeah but, like it is so cool and 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 it is a game that is like begging you to break it that's what's so cool about this card game it's set up it's set up but th- this card game is like a vehicle to tell a really cool unique kind of story um it's made by the Pony Island guy, Daniel Mullins. I believe he made a game in between this and Pony Island. I think it's called the the Hex. I haven't played mm-hmm. that, but uh, if you know about a bit about Pony Island, um, then you know that it's like that kind of expect the unexpected kind of type of thing. yeah, yeah. Um, I and I believe Hamish also in the past did not have good things to say about Pony Island. Um, I still stand by yeah. that. I do not believe that is a particularly cool video game. I just didn't have fun with it. I get it. I get exactly what it's going for, but I think, and it's clear Daniel Mullins likes doing that thing with his games. Yeah. I think he's finally doing it super well here. Uh, I think he's finally cracked that code of whatever he was trying to crack on Pony Island. I I am saying this a little ignorantly, though, because I have not played the Hex, which is the game that literally bridges this and Pony Island in terms of his work. So I I am going to check out the Hex and maybe think maybe this is where he started getting cool in my book but yeah like as someone who did not like pony island this is like an incredible like rebound like yeah yeah yeah, for for me like this this has launched up like this is i was like obsessed with like i was thinking about this game non-stop when i was away from it when i was still playing through it like just thinking about how to get to the next parts and stuff very neat game i highly recommend it uh it's not getting talked about enough and when it does get talked about, it's people spoiling fucking everything. Stop doing that <laughs> for games like this. But yeah. Yeah, please, I mean... Like, like we, do we, not we, look we will at anything up, we, on Steam. Do not look at anything end, on Steam. We will end up spoiling it. It's, it's like, uh, when, when we're... Like, like you say, when we talk about it... Yes. You, have, uh, you know month. going into Game of the Year, we're gonna... It, it's, 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 it's easier for our sanity, editing-wise, and watching how you talk-wise, to just say, spoilers, like, for Game of the Year. You're going yeah. in there. It's a spoiler <laughs> landmine. We'll give you some free reign to run the fuck away, but because inscription, like, like we have a category called best moment, and I can't write what the best moment is for inscription because Hamish hasn't <laughs> played far enough. Or like, like I'm waiting to see if Hamish decides if he wants to play. Like, if he doesn't, then that's fine because then I can write it. But like, I don't yeah, know yeah, yeah. if I mean, Hamish I, I, wants I, to go all the way in on this game yet. So I'm giving him the option whether or not he wants to duck out. But I, well, I'm not going to spoil it for because it's just it's cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, if, I, I, I will, I will definitely be playing that. Like, that's 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 like pretty far up my list in terms of games I need yeah. to finish. It's, by, it is by a next weekend month. game at that. You can knock it out probably in a sitting, but if you really want to enjoy it and kind of soak in some of the cool atmosphere, probably take you three days combined mm-hmm. playing. Like uh, my final hours with it, and I was taking my time, thirteen hours, and uh, right. probably once or twice I left my game on for an hour and walked away. So okay, yeah. So it's like a half a day playing you know like it's uh it's so cool i just i just i'm very excited about this game like this game got me very stoked this nice year. um yeah, and i will yeah. not say any more 
<laughs> and yeah, seriously, like, if you want to buy it, buy it. Uh, like go on the Steam page immediately, scroll down, and don't look at the video that plays because the video shows a bunch of shit, and it's like don't. I don't know why you do that to your own game. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at the beginning of the fucking thing right now, and it's like a huge spoiler. I don't understand why they open their trailer with this, but <laughs> but yeah, Ins- yeah inscription yeah. not spelled the way you think. Um, it's got the word scry in there. Yeah, card card stuff. <laughs> um, hey. But yeah, that ruled. Um, anything else I've played? Not really. No. I, play, uh, I played. I played one game of Battlefield, and it was yeah, it was that, rough. Looked, that looked terrible. I just watched footage of people playing that. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, man. Oh, I, I get, um, Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster Five came out. That was the one oh, I was yeah. waiting for. Um, it has like terrible screen tearing, and the font is bad. But both those things are fixable just by kind of jittering around in the text files yeah, um, yeah. insane they're releasing it like that just like like square soft <laughs> what are you doing like i just what what am i t- they know what they're doing they're making money um but yeah, uh, yeah. But that's my that's like my one of my favorite final fantasies and uh, i'm happy to have like a really pretty version of it finally on steam uh oh you, you know you, you know i fucking forgot like we we've we've like we have not talked about either Guardians of the Galaxy or Halo Infinite? <laughs> Do we really need to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy? <laughs> uh, no, no, or no. It's, Halo it's fa- Infinite. It, well, I mean, like, I, 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 the, like, the thing I need to say about Guardians of the Galaxy is that I'm continually, I continually feel like I'm on a c- complete fucking island with that video game because, like, I, I see so many people talking about it. Like, it's their game of the fucking year, and I'm like, I, 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 I don't know what. Like you know, people people are saying like, oh, you know, it's the return of, you know, linear action games. And I'm like, it's 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 barely an action game. It's linear. It's the most linear game I have ever fucking played. It's corridor crawl, the fucking video game. Um, but Spaceman uh, you know, said the funny thing in reference to a thing that my yeah. dad used to like. It's it's a, it's a, it's another one of those games where people where uh, it, it's it's a particularly American thing I've noticed where. Like the most annoying characters are the ones that are like, this this character is so fucking like you know, so funny and so like you know relatable and stuff. And I'm like, like Rocket's a fucking asshole. Like come the fuck on. Um, but uh, yeah, You're just it's an American I man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's uh, that's when our guys up there you don't take shit from nobody. <laughs> yeah, they are, they they aren't raccoons. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, Halo Infinite. I don't know. <laughs> I played like a couple of games of that. It's, it's, it is a fucking Halo game. <laughs> um, yeah. They are. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I I played like two hours. Um, I like to think of myself as a Halo fan. I really was when I, in my youth. But uh, yeah, yeah, same. Everything after Reach, I really didn't give a shit about. Like, I didn't even want Reach, but I played it, and, it, and Reach is very fun. A lot of cool weapons in there and stuff. But yeah. Um, also, my computer can't run Infinite super well, but it, it's fucking hilarious. It can in general. That that was part of the reason I downloaded. I was like, really? I can run this? Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Um, it's a little chunky for me, but it's still fine. Uh, I don't know. I just yeah, I find it hard to even have a fucking opinion about Halo right now. So, <laughs> um, well, oh, Dusk yeah. eighty two. We'll talk about that next episode if we have an episode. Uh, before game of the year, before game of the year, but Dusk eighty two is. I just want to say, like, if you liked Dusk, and 
uh, go check that out. It's a real cool little game. It's like a really, really well polished demake of like the concept of dusk and stuff, like like the stuff with the barrel physics and giving certain enemies not being hurt by certain weapons. Like they 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 put that in like a DOS or like you know like almost like ASCII art era two D puzzle game from like an old computer kind of setting, and it's like a prequel to Dusk, and it's it's genuinely great. And the yeah, uh, man, this the uh the creator in like stark contrast to the hot wheels when i was talking about like the level creator is like awesome like it's just so easy to use and it's really easy to mod people are just like modding it like crazy in the steam workshop there's like donkey kong country assets being used in it now and so like it's it's it looks really fun i I made a shitty level and threw it up there forest fort go download it now (laughs) i'll wait this looks fucking this looks fucking (laughs) this looks fucking it's really cool it's really cool like yeah, I picked yeah. it up on a whim and I thought it would be like a dumb little uh, game that I messed around with for like five minutes. I got three hours in this game and I beat it and I got all the achievements. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's awesome. Man. Yeah, like it's yeah, really this, cool. this looks fucking great. Yeah, it's like it's kind of almost like a, there's like puzzle elements to it and stuff it's, as well. It's 30 like, levels. Really good. Solid shit. Man. Like it's 30 solid levels and then like an infinite amount of weird user levels and uh, uh people have made like vga style graphic packs like one bit style graphic pack. like there's all this cool fan stuff because people love dusk so they've got like a really good uh pre-built in community right raring to go on that workshop yeah uh, yeah yeah hey yeah really can't say if i feel like this game is gonna get hyper swept under the rug because it only came out on like a couple weeks ago or something like october 22nd sorry a month ago what the hell am i saying a couple weeks ago but like but see, like even I didn't know it was out, and I love Dusk, and I was looking at that. But yeah, it's Dusk eighty two, very neat. Yeah, yeah, I am. Uh, I, 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 I check that with myself. Like, um, it's a cool little yeah, game. This, yeah, this, looks, yeah, this looks really, really fucking neat. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's uh, that's uh, that's cool. Um, yeah, I mean, I that's all I played. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I think. Um, I think I never gave up on Bloodborne. I'm still doing it. I killed the big yes. spider. I'm doing stuff. Leave me alone. Guy who always asks, how far are you in Bloodborne now? No, you can still be on me. But, but it's just funny because you're like the only one who really cares about my progress in Bloodborne. Like, you care more than I do. Um, but yeah, yeah I, no, I, mean, I play that game so infrequently that it's winning Golden Pumpkin for sure this year. Nope, I didn't say that. Now. <laughs> it's that time again. <laughs> Who fears a That's king? not what I wanted to do. <laughs> well, we've had some laughs. Uh, we feared the king. We feared the king. Forgot about it, Ka. We, <laughs> we fantomast. Uh, we, we had a plum. We fucking clapped. <laughs> there was no reason to fight, but my mother is God. And get off the vent, or I'll have you bent. <laughs> I got a ring in there balls, last balls, night. Balls, 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 balls. <laughs> so loud. And yeah. Ooh, yeah. That's the end Drop of your uh, writing on games cast. Drop your pants. What's the problem? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Nico, where are the videos? Um. Yeah, something's cooking. Something's cooking. Yeah, videos. Maybe, like, maybe not videos. No, videos is phase three, man. I'm in phase one. You gotta, gotta give me some time. Hold on, I'm, I'm building videos. an empire here. Videos, videos, videos. Is this just? 
I pushed videos. my fingers into my ass. Videos. 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 Videos.